Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 99 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Tonight we have Sony skipping E3 again. That will happen tonight. Delay season is upon us. The Epic Game Store sales have been a success. Horizon Zero Dawn is leaving the PlayStation 4 platform. Sega Sonic 2020 campaign platform has been announced. Vote for Sonic 2020. Bioshock Collection has been rated for the Switch. And there was a Super Smash Brothers Direct. Did I miss anything? No. I, the only... Well, I, I'll, there's some stuff on the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn stuff I'll touch on. And that came out later. But Wait, who's that? I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by... It's Concepcion. It's me, man. There he is. I don't know why I said it's me, but whatever. Something seems different over here. I think it's just the way I have it zoomed in. Yeah. That's all it is. Uh, Michael is actually traveling this time. I accused him of traveling uh, the week before, and he was not pleased. Yeah. He said he was actually here. So, Michael, we miss you. Uh, we hope you listen to this episode and leave us five stars on iTunes, just like everybody else does. Yeah. This said uh, time of the year for him. So He's supposed to be back in episode Traveling 100, time. right? He will be next week. Yeah. yeah. In the midst of Halo. we got to figure that out. Man, I'm, I feel it now. I'm amped. What did you bring over? What was that? It's some kind of a Coke energy drink coca-cola energy drink with guarana and b12 and sure. caffeine i'm like sure. I'm, I'm, I'm like i'm vibing right now <laughs> it's good i man. think dude if i if i pour alcohol in that thing that might be fucking dangerous because i think that dude i was talking to in the gas station that had to trade over when i think he was <laughs> that's, that's what he's recommending i think he was mixing that thing because he because he's over there looking at me like this shit is good i'm like i was like all right dude i mean this nothing's ever that good i'm like it's like this shit is good i'm like you knew something else was he's vibing it. back there i'm like all right man what would you pour in there with it it was a coke it was a coke zero it tastes yeah. like really i mean they were drinking in like a solo cup so something was oh there. yeah it wasn't out of the can it wasn't like something they like oh let me pour something out of this i have that bad of a that's a totally different experience than the the first one you bought at kroger <laughs> yeah that you left at the house fuck i was like i got in the car i was like shit and i was like and that's why i was like no i, want, I wanted to try it the I gas remember, station purchase yeah because i remember seeing it at kroger i was like what the fuck is this and i was like oh it wasn't even in the freezer section it was like uh this on a regular standy with the other coke stuff i was yeah. like let me try this and I actually had a zero sugar one i was like all right yeah. let me get that the sandy i saw didn't have the cherry coke one which also has a zero sugar cherry coke okay but um the girl at the register was trying to say yeah we tried the cherry coke one's pretty good i'm like yeah, i'm already here with this i don't feel like going back and get the cherry coke. coca-cola energy this shit was good man they're in those uh like virginia slim i call them virginia slim yeah. cans i just we played halo some more this weekend and i went through some of those uh the new bud light seltzers I don't know if you like the seltzers or not. You had them at the beach, the, yeah, the natural but light like, ones. I think that's before all this, uh, everybody and their mom's doing a set right. of sets for now. Yeah. But light ones are good, man. Yeah. I killed 10 of the 12 playing Halo, so it was, that's, the, that's the thing. They're pretty they, smooth. They were talking about the, I hate that word, millennials, but millennials are backing off on wine and going for the sets. Or, what's yeah, the I know it's all the yeah. rage right now. White Claw like kicked it off, but I don't really like the White Claw flavor of those. I've liked the knockoffs or the imitations or whatever, everybody yeah. else's product since then. I'll have to try it one day. If you, I'll, I mean, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll bring some to uh, your Halo thing Saturday. Yes, we will have beer at Halo. It's mandatory. I don't know if they, that fucking Coca-Cola shit's cheap enough. I'm it's like, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wired though, man. It's fucking seven o'clock. I'm hoping. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping in three hours it'll be uh, wear off. Oh, I'm not gonna be able to sleep. You're more sensitive than I am, so might be another Halo night. I, I don't know. It depends. It's like a it's a nighttime thing, maybe, because yeah. I drink caffeine all day long. I think it's just at night. Some things will hit me and some things won't. I'll literally sit there and down like four cups of coffee and go right to bed. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't do shit for me anymore. It's like me just drinking coffee is just something enjoyment. This is a new product. We'll try it out and see what yeah. it does. Uh, your official sponsor for tonight's uh, 99th iteration of No Podcast is Coca-Cola Energy. Brought to you by Coca-Cola Energy. Give us money. 
please. Our first sponsor is Coca-Cola. Who the fuck does that happen to? We're fucking Atlanta. Come on, give us fucking money. We're here. I've worked down the street from you. Truest. Truest is our new sponsor. The bank. Oh, God. You saw the Braves unveiling? Was the Truest Park? could be recording in there. Did you see who they signed today? I mean, it may be way past his prime, but... um... They signed uh, Felix Hernandez, the pitcher for the um, Mariners, for so many years. Okay. Yeah, it's a minor league deal, and oh, they're, they're yeah, they're they're doing like they kind of did with um like some of those people they brought in. Did mm-hmm. they do that with Donaldson? They signed him in minor league. They signed somebody mm-hmm. in minor league. You got to brought him in. Deal. No, it was uh. They'll do that, and you know, try to get them to make a roster spot, and then you know they're trying to parlay that into. It wasn't Marquez, right? It was somebody else, mm-hmm. wasn't it? They were both big free agent yeah. pickups. Um, they've picked people off the scrap heap yeah. in the past. They actually came back, came starters. back through. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know right. what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, it, that's what he's hoping to do. If Even if he makes the big league club, he's hoping to make an impression, maybe a, being out of Seattle, and, and parlay that into another deal, either with the Braves or you know somebody else. Good job on the parlay. Bringing back that Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Fucking hate parlay. I, I work it into every yeah. uh, every podcast if I can. There's there's If you listen to all episodes, I've done some sort of Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. reference. In I'm for parlay. <laughs> God, I hate parlay. <laughs> But it didn't stop them from killing everybody else on the way um, to her in the mansion. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> what the fuck? Towards the end, they're like, fuck Parley. <laughs> they could have saved themselves. <laughs> they never did in the, the other two movies after that. And they are like, no more Parley. He was famous for something. Like, I looked him up and found out he was, that was, you know, the the chunkier of the two pirates. Yeah. I don't remember their names. The one who, it wasn't the one whose eye came out. It was yeah, I know what you're film. talking about. Yeah. He's in a bunch of stuff. He might have been a game voice actor, and I, I looked him up. Yeah. We'll have to put that in the show notes later on exactly who that is. All right, we're ready to jump into news? Yeah, let's do it. Sony skipping E3. Does that mean you are? Yes. Okay. Well, because before I was, uh, believe it or not, before Sony made his announcement, I was like pricing playing tickets. And yeah. it's like, it was like 500 round trip, like 445. I was like, damn, I could go to Puerto Rico for this price. but Because I, I was sitting there like, eh. I was like, let me, I was down there and um, doing my uh, powwow uh, down there with my coworkers. And I was like, because some of them were like thinking about it, and I'm like, eh, I'll wait to make sure Sony's going, because I had a good feeling that. They didn't last uh, year, famously. Right. And the yeah. year before was the uh, the weird thing where they moved people from stage to stage, like they did the Ghost of Tsushima exhibit, and then they did a Death Stranding exhibit, I think, then they, Last of They Us. made no huge announcements other than that. It was mm-hmm. a Neo 2, uh, Resident Evil 2, with the PlayStation uh, console in there. Um but they, I mean that one. It was kind of like they were just doing what, like before Sean Layden left, they were kind of like doing what they were saying. They were just, I mean, we had to have a whole bunch of stuff announced that hasn't come out yet. So it was like they gotta, they can't do that anymore. You know, they can't show their cards. You gotta actually surprise people. So this story comes from Gamatsu. Um, they will be, however, uh, offering hundreds of consumer events across the globe to showcase upcoming PS4 and PS5 titles. So just because they're not an E3, which we all look forward to that stage, but as we've discussed before, that that stage seems to be becoming less and less relevant. You know, you have these directs and what does PlayStation call them? State of plays. State of plays. That's right. Yeah. And uh, I mean that gets people hyped. Uh, I know we didn't really like deep dive into it last week, but when they showed off that logo at CES, like it got it was the most liked Instagram photo for like any game million. company yeah. ever. Like, and it was a logo. As much people were kiddingly giving it shit, and then right. people actually giving it shit. And right. Was, so, and you could almost plan out looking at PS3, PS4. You could almost plan out with the PS5 logo. Yeah. It wasn't like it, it didn't blow our minds as far as oh wow, that's where they went with it. You know, it was kind of a, a natural evolution of that logo. Same font. 
just a five. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think the whole thing is the way that Jim Ryan kind of sold it, kind of sort of like, hey guys, I got this one here. He's like, you guys know what we've been doing. We're gonna bring. We're gonna, you know, we brought the greatness in four. We're gonna bring the greatness in five, so we get the yeah. logo the same. So you know, and I mean, he could have undersold a little bit more. People are like, oh, okay, yeah. But they kind of like, you know, this is what we get. But a lot of that was just expectations for people expecting something to get announced at CES. Yeah. And um, there me, was a build up. I mean, you both know that. I mean, how they did the PS4 and the Vita. They mm-hmm. had their own huge event and mm-hmm. that they wanted to control uh, for the media and everything like that. And maybe have a handful of fans. Man, it, it feels like yesterday streaming that PS4 event. I remember yeah. watching it at my in-laws' house. No kids. We were just met over there for dinner after work. Like I was in a whole different line of work. My my wife was. Were we married? We had just gotten married like yeah. three months before that. It's just it's crazy how much time has flown since then. It doesn't seem like that long. She hadn't even started. Both of y'all hadn't even started your careers at the time, right? Not really. Yeah, not like you are now, right? Yeah, yeah. Not really. Just married, like I said. Yeah. So. I'm I'm hoping we do get an event in February. Have you have you seen anything anywhere? Just rumors to it. I imagine we'll get something. If it's in February, I imagine we'll get something announced within a week or two before it comes out. I mean, they don't want to build too much hype. I mean, it's uh right now you know there's a lot of uh, momentum going Microsoft's way because they're actually been showing their hand bit by bit, and mm-hmm. a lot of people are uh, not happy with Sony. And I mean, you got to understand that they know what they're doing, so. Uh, everybody's like arrogant Sony's back but I was like I don't think so I remember arrogant Sony I remember arrogant Microsoft you know you don't you know I mean you, you don't need to buy used games or you know people get a second job and buy this console that's <laughs> that's when you're like you're, you're sitting there like being arrogant because you think people are gonna change their ways to buy your product yep. versus the other way around we cater to somebody so I don't think it's that so I know a lot of people are concerned I don't think it is it's just between me and you, I think they're still deciding what they want those specs to be because I don't think they're going to be as high as that Xbox 12, that rumored 12 teraflops. Yeah. I don't. I, I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle ground where it, it's just enough, maybe like 10 or 11, but still hits a sweet price point because I don't see them doing the the multi-skill like uh, Microsoft. Because Microsoft, you know, me, me and you talked about it with the way they, uh, like we talked on the last episode with the cross gen. I mean, if you can't afford the Scarlet, you can still play the new games on the the yep. old systems for now. So, yep. for yeah. about two, well, one to two years, I think is what they said. And, and by I'm, then, I'm price sure it'll price go will drop so yep. on the other ones, and by then they'll get they'll get other people in the ecosystem. So, because that that Series X is going to be expensive. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's going to be fucking pricey. I fucking feels like no, we're going to keep it price comparable. I was like, I don't know, man. If it's if it's those stats that there, I mean, this is all rumors. We don't know for what's for fact, but second job. It's coming. Get another job. Uh, I actually put MPD at the end of the news. I forgot. As soon as we started talking about sales, I was like, damn it, MPD came out in the past week. So. And they also did the top ten with it for the decade, too, mm-hmm. yeah, which had some uh I don't know if that's an article surprises or not. Yeah. No, nah, not really. <laughs> Call of Duty. Call of Duty, uh, was it Grand Theft Auto and maybe Red Dead Redemption? We will take a look. Uh, games were delayed. So 2019 just wrapped up. Uh, March and April were going to be fucking insane as far as sales, and now it's kind of opened up a little bit. Every everybody's afraid of Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I saw that tweet from Warrior was like Doom and some other game comes out in March, and everybody was getting pissed. You know that other games <laughs> Animal some Crossing. Other game. <laughs> I saw something on Twitter. It had a uh, Isabel. Is it Isabel or Isabella? That dog Isab- from Animal Crossing. I think Crossing? it's Isabel. So it had her. Uh, it had her head on the Grim Reaper, and yeah. she was going from door to door, and it was each one of these games that got delayed. <laughs> That we're gonna go over, and she's just like she's got the scythe with the Grim Reaper yeah. thing. 
And then she's going to another door that doesn't have a game over the top of it. You don't know which one she's killing next. That one, that one's good. And the other one I saw was like Wipeout, where they're running away from the giant ball. And yes. then they're all knocked down. And that last one's Animal Crossing. I'm like, go Animal Crossing, go! Don't get knocked down by the delay ball. Game game delays 2020. <laughs> like Final Fantasy is back. It's like hauling ass, trying to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, we need a we need an actual Wipeout that actually decides these delays. That'd be great. They're like, go Animal Crossing, you got it. Don't get delayed again. <laughs> I I will still cut on some of those episodes here or there on YouTube just to get they a lot of great commentary. People yeah. People hitting those parts. And like when they trip and fall and then they hit the ball and end up going backwards and shit. It's crazy, man. We need a we need to bring back wipeout. Start we need that. to bring out the wipeout with the balls and the, the challenges like that. And the wipeout uh the Cygnosis Racing series. They both need resurgences. Yeah. All right, sir, what got delayed? So, first off was what? Final Fantasy. Final That got pushed back another month in the week, April 10th. Uh, then they came out like literally two minutes afterwards and pushed back Avengers <laughs> to September. Marvel's Avengers. So it's two Square Enix games. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know. They keep saying that they don't think there's going to be a next-gen version of uh, Avengers, but I got a, like a sneaking suspicion that... Like, some of these games, like, I know they did that for Cyberpunk, because then afterwards Cyberpunk came out, and they're like, no, it's coming out, what was it, uh, is it September also? Cyberpunk's delay? Uh, Cyberpunk's, yeah, Cyberpunk is going from April to September. And they swore up and down, it's like, no, we're not making the PS5 and Series X version, Mm. like, this is the one we got. That's gonna be right before those consoles launch. I got a sneaking suspicion, like, well... I don't know, because this whole thing with Microsoft's kind of dicey, where they're like... The in-between shit. The in-between yeah. shit. So I was like, I mean, that's kind of cool for the developer. They don't have to sit there and, and cater to two different ones. But then, you know, a lot of people are buying these PS5s, and they're gonna be like, I want this game that kind of pushes my console. I think, dude, I think it's just going to work. I think there's going to be a patch out there day one. I think that's what the delay is for. Mm-hmm. I think it was last week I was mentioning King Kong, where you had the two versions to pick from. You had Xbox and Xbox 360. I don't think we're going to have that dilemma anymore. Yeah. Or Rise of the Tomb Raider. Right. You're not going to have to pick. I think you're going to get a skew and it's just going to work. Yeah. That's got to be, dude, because it's... We've we've seen nothing else from these consoles except for, um, was it Godfall? Did you see that footage on Reddit? Somebody put some footage up of Godfall, but mm. it was from like a year ago. No. It's on there. It, it looks pretty good. <laughs> I'm excited about that. You, y'all know yeah. I just recently found the that whole Diablo genre. Yeah. So that looks pretty exciting to me. But. Hey, man, I mean, if we're starving for games and you do get a PS5 day one like me, you know I will. I'm in for um, I'm in for PS5. I'm gonna hold on to the One X unless there's just some crazy compelling reason. But if we're playing Halo Infinite on that box, and I've already got a new console, I think I'm I think I'm rolling with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. It has to be some kind of like uh, I think at this point in our console generations, like the games that doesn't fucking matter because it's like most of these games are coming on multiple consoles. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of developers have learned their ways because before it used to be uh, Sony kind of came in and. They went through and they kind of controlled the narrative and then they opened up the doors like, hey, whatever you want to do, do it. And then everybody seems to learn from them. You know, like Nintendo's doing it now. Like, hey, whatever. Game developers, come on. You know, we have no limitations. What you want to put on our console, let's go. Right. You know, it's Cuphead. Dumb. Now Cuphead's in Smash. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's, it's all about trying to reach that crowd. I mean, at this point, you can't use that as a selling point. So yep. uh, I'm, I'm like you, like, uh, it'll have to be like a Series X feature. Like, it'll have to be some kind of... I got a stinking suspicion with those... Um, Faster solid state drives, like being able to remote in on your phone, is gonna be like fucking night and day to play these games. Oh, but they're pushing X Cloud at the same time, and you and I both have Game Pass rolled up for the considerable future. If X Cloud is there day one, I don't. There's still not a compelling reason. 
for me, it would just be well. It depends on when that's, what's on the X uh, on that X Cloud because I want to kind of play yeah. my games. What so version of could, that is streaming on that X Cloud? If I can go console streaming and do like instantaneous and use low latency and all mm-hmm. that, and I can go through and fucking play uh, Lost Odyssey, and it's not on X Cloud, I'll, I'll fucking do it. So yeah. I can get through, finally get through a Lost Odyssey. You know what I mean? Did Michael put that that uh, video in the thread, or was that just to me of him playing? Look like Just Cause or something? Uh, I think it was just to you. Okay. Yeah. He's streaming something from like hotel Wi-Fi on his phone with xCloud. It looked like Just Cause. I should have clarified with him, but it was freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. It was flawless. He was impressed with it, especially on the hotel Wi-Fi. So, yeah. You know, that's usually pretty janky. I'm, I wasn't like a, not to one-up anything, but I was impressed just when I was streaming on um, 4G LTE. Yeah. Because, you know, like you can't do that with the Sony uh, right. remote play. It won't do it. You have to go through Wi-Fi. That's what I'm hoping these next-gen consoles, since Sony's not going to come out with a handheld. I'm hoping the the next iterations of the remote play you can do over like cell phone. Yeah. So because you have to be on Wi-Fi now, right? Yeah. Like through the and that iOS sucks. And all that that sucks. I mean, once yeah. if you're on in a bus somewhere like that, I mean yeah. that that's really your competition to uh, kind of help combat the switch. I mean, hell, fucking put remote play on the switch. Also, you know, you want people to play your games, just fucking put it on that app on as many things you can. So. Yep. To remote to your switch. Yeah. You think five G will help with all that kind of stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that five G's gonna pick up. Five G's made for four K, and that's. I mean, you can download a four K movie in like minutes. They're definitely all pushing each other in this space, and we're not we're not really mentioning Google Stadia, but you know, PlayStation had remote play streaming with uh, Vita for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Then Xbox opened it up for PC in your home. Now they have X Cloud, and now PlayStation has opened it up for iOS, where you can remote in. It's just like this. This arms race where we actually win with this with yeah. the competitiveness and the and the the different features that they are offering as platform holders. It's it's all about growing the ecosystem at this point. I mean, that's all it is. I mean, you yeah. you want people to stay within the PlayStation ecosystem. You got to give them variety. You even can't, you can't close it off anymore. Even Steam, like we're mostly console gamers, mm-hmm. but Steam has been making we've we've got Steam links that we haven't really tried out, but like they're doing remote play type mm-hmm. stuff with Steam and and co op remote play. You know, remote to your per your another person for couch co op type yeah. gameplay. I mean, it's that quality of lives, you know. But we got off target, and we also uh, uh, delays. <laughs> Iron Man um, VR got, Iron got Man pushed back. VR. It was supposed to be end of February, and it got pushed back into May, right around yep. that uh, Last of Us Two. Uh, uh, Geek dot com is who we got this delay article yes. from, and they note that it is taking the vacant spot that Avengers left behind. So yeah. you still get your Marvel fix in May. You'll just be getting it in VR and not. Uh, cooperatively with the Walmart versions of the Avengers as they yeah. as they've been labeled. A lot of people are giving those characters shit. I mean, I don't know. They also moved it away from Half Life. Alex, they're pointing out. Yeah. Uh, and since I put this article up, uh, Dying Light Two was also to just some generic date. I think yeah. it was supposed to come out spring, but we mean you knew weren't that coming out because I mean remember they said they were coming out with next gen console versions of that. And I was waiting because I canceled my pre order for PS4. I was like, eh. They already confirmed it was coming on the PS5 and Series X. So I was like, I'll wait. See, I want to. I want to know. Could you have kept that <clears throat> PS4 pre-order? Is it just going to be box art different? Is that is that all it's going to be? I don't know. I, I want to know that. Based off, well, we don't know anything yet until the right. console. So, but based off those rumors, since they clock in different speeds, there's compatibility modes, and the CPUs can go to different speeds based off the trademark put in for the PS4. I don't think you can do that with the PS4, and it'll just do a be patch. a PS4 version. Yeah, because yeah. it, it downclocks. I mean, you can't, it doesn't give you the performance boost unless there's some way they can, like a boost mode or something like that. But I don't know how, I don't, that may be something we won't get day one because I mean, that's experimental. You don't know how yeah. games are going to react and they, they may crash. And 
I could almost see that instead of playing natively, I could almost see that acting like the the three the Xbox One does the three sixty titles mm-hmm. where you you download that digital copy of the game and your disc is just a key maybe instead of it playing natively. Now, yeah, the way that they did um, Microsoft's a little bit different. They got um I forgot I read somewhere some kind of virtual. It virtualizes the right, so that way when you run it in there, it can run through all of them. It's like it 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 sees the game, but it doesn't. It, it can run it at a higher hardware, but it it kind of tells the the components in there like, hey, if you don't have this, don't worry about it. Just run this game anyway. Yeah. So it just it virtualizes it, kind of like a tells it like it's there, but you're not really needing it, but it's there and it runs. It's God's kinda, work, man. They did amazing so shit. <laughs> it, it may. That's why I said may they may be able to do it. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't sound like. PS5 is built that way. It sounds like it, those that's going to be an actual next-gen copy. So. Time will tell. Hopefully yeah. February. We'll see. I mean, this is all rumors. We don't know. I mean, nothing's been confirmed yet. They can come out and be like, things change, you know? It's true. We couldn't do it. We couldn't pull it off. Uh, here's another player in the game, Epic. This story comes from The Verge. Epic has some new metrics for the Epic Game Store a little over a year after its launch. The Fortnite developer now says, I like how, I like how that's what they're known as, the Fortnite developer. I still associate Epic with um, their engine and Gears of War for some reason. That's just synonymous. I know that that sh- page has turned, but yeah. in my head, I see that I see that Epic Games logo unveiling for Gears of War Two. Yeah, I mean that was crazy. Like before the start of this generation, remember Epic? They had they literally sat down and did nothing before yeah. when I came out. Remember they were they didn't they were talking about doing another Gears. I think they yeah. weren't going to do anything with them. Microsoft's like, hey, we'll take this off your hands and give them the money, and they. Didn't have anything no. until they, they just threw out Fortnite and that didn't take off. Until and it was a fucking that. single player thing. Or it was an <clears> online survival craft-thing. Yeah. It wasn't the PUBG ripoff yeah. thing. Yeah, it wasn't until uh, yeah thing. until the Battle Royale genre and it copied that and it just took off. So, I mean, because remember, they look were fun. Look at us now. Yeah, look at us now. Who would have thought? They're floundering about getting ready for their demise and now they're on top of the world. All because of Gears of War. Yeah. Uh, the Fortnite developer now says the store has amassed 108 million registered users, thanks in part to the software doubling as the official PC launcher for the hit Battle Royale game. I'm sure that's part of it. Yep. Um, Epic says its PC game store is a success well beyond Fortnite, generating $680 million in revenue thus far. Of that, they say $251 million represents sales of third-party games, not including any coupons and not including any funding. Epic has given to developers as part of exclusivity deals or promotions. Now, to cap on that, I love the internet because I, I love how people who hate <clears throat> the Epic game, uh, game Store launcher sat there and did the math on the free games, and they're like, so they only did this much in business, which is not that much. <laughs> Trying to knock it down. And I'm like, I'm like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm just dying laughing. I'm like, some people hate some stuff so much that they try to justify, like, like, this is not that popular. I'm like, dude, let it go. A company riding the capital of the the world's most successful game right now yeah. opened up a store with that capital to yep. be able to sell video games and give people more options. And give more give developers more money. And those same fanboys feel like they have to piss on that other competitor because it's not the one they chose, even though they fucking run on the same platform. It's it, crazy to me. Because Borderlands 3 can't be in their Steam list right now. Right now, yeah. 1 and 2. Borderlands 3, uh, World War Z, Untitled Goose Game, Metro yeah. Exodus, Control, The Outer Worlds, The Division 2, Dauntless, and Satisfactory is what the, the Verge mentions as exclusives for the moment. So they're going to have some more exclusives, and they did. This is the biggest thing to me and you. They did announce that the free game giveaways will continue through 2020. I've picked up all but maybe, if I forget, like I've picked up all but maybe two or three of those yeah. games. on the. On I've been pretty consistent, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think I record on this podcast as, as saying... 
we got the Alan Wake expansion. I was like, well, why would they give us American Nightmare? They haven't given us Alan Wake. And then I Google it, and I missed it like three months ago, yeah. three months previous. But I had it on Steam, so I have it on the Superior Store. <laughs> I'm a Superior Launcher. I don't give a shit. We I've mentioned before, I got eight launchers at the top of it, my computer. At the end of the day, it, 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 launch, it launches the game I want to play. I don't yep. give a fuck. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, I was playing. Did we get another voice assistant there? I heard something. I, that was weird. You didn't hear it? I heard it too. Could be a ghost. Let's keep going. <laughs> let's keep going. Let's just yeah, ignore I, it. I, I, I watched my coworker at work. He watches that fucking ghost shit through the microphone shit. And I'm like, there's like, Ooh. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, get the fuck out the house. Get the fuck out the house. You have to go. You have to go. You have to go. <laughs> I'm like, screaming and hollering. Hopefully, it wasn't a ghost. Uh, well, I was going to bring up something before we got derailed. Uh, Bloodstained, maybe, goes through the, I, uh, the Xbox Game Pass. I don't know the the ghost is upset that we're talking about at the I'm, game store. Yeah, so. we got to, we got to move on. <laughs> Steam is the true Steam is the true god. We're starry great spirits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of PC games, Horizon Zero Dawn. You said you were gonna go in on this one, sir. What you got? Yeah, so uh, the Jason Schwarg basically came out and said uh, he, after he delayed all those games, after he did, and he continues you, to delay them throughout the year. Thank um, you, Jason. Um, he's doing it behind the scenes. I don't even mention him in tweets anymore, but. Uh, <laughs> Besides that, he said uh, he did bring some good news that he heard be, uh, behind the scenes from uh, some some key sources who can't say much because you know they they're trying to you know keep their job safe. That uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to uh, PC, personal computers. Yep, um, and that this was not the only one. There'd be more to follow. And I think uh, maybe a day later, what's his name? Tom Warren Warren from uh, Eurogamer. Is it? I don't see that in the article. It's not, I'm not it's, doubting you. It's a different article. He okay. came out and he said the exact same things. It's, um, I wouldn't dream to tell you what other games are coming out. That's right. I did see that tweet. Yeah. Which yeah. makes sense because there's an actual article we had, we had read from last year that um, the creative dreams wanted that dreams on anything, even yep. Xbox, because he said it's a game engine. Yep. So they wanted to make games. He wanted to port it as many things as he can. It's a creation platform. Yeah. Has so. Media Molecule ever worked with anyone else in the past that you know of? Any other platform? Um, Steam. I think they were PC-based when they originally came out, okay. and then they got gobbled up into uh, Sony's Worldwide Studios. I mean, I'm sure that, that Dreams is going to be, and you played the beta, so you'll be able to speak more on this than I will, but I know that they made that uh, the way to create games, and whatever you do in Dreams, they made that intuitive through a, a dual shock mm-hmm. or move controllers and things like that, because they did it with Little Big Planet. And uh, Tearaway was yeah. intuitive with the platform that it was that it was melded to, but I could definitely see mouse and keyboard being a, a tool oh, yeah. for people to create stuff, import uh, songs easier, that kind of thing. Just oh, being yeah. on that platform. That one, I think that one's going to do well on multiple platforms, and it, it's a win for everybody. I mean, yeah. there's creation for more games, more games to be out there, so people who own it on all consoles will be able to play more games. Because I mean, I'm I'm going to buy Dreams, but I'm buying Dreams not as a creator because that doesn't interest me. But I want to play everybody's weird shit. Yeah, that was me. That's a little big planet. That's that's all I want. Yeah. I'm like I'm seeing like the what was it the cyberpunk D make for PS One, yep. which actually looked pretty good. <laughs> no, it did. So I'm like, there's a lot of shit in that. Would you know I wanted? Yeah. Just jump into and just fuck around with people's creations. That's what excites the geniuses me. Geniuses out there. Yeah, and yep. I, I kind of want that to happen. You know, get on many platforms as possible. Back to Horizon Zero Dawn for a second. Um, Kotaku does note that uh, Death Stranding's t- coming to PC as well, yeah. which is the Decima engine, which. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn runs on. Yeah. But I have thought, like, I've picked up... I actually bought a copy of Horizon Zero Dawn for a friend of the show, uh, Charles. Hopefully he's playing it by now. Um, but they've almost given that game away by now. Like, the complete edition's been $10. Mm-hmm. If you have a PS4 and you've wanted to play Horizon, you have it in some capacity. Yeah. And they're not... You know, they're not... 
uh, what's the right term? They're not surrendering these sales for PlayStation owners. It was bundled in the holiday deal. It's been $10. It's a greatest hit. Uh, the DLC has been super cheap if you just got the vanilla one. So I think putting this out on PC, and I'm assuming it's going to be $40, $60, somewhere in that range, mm -hmm. they're going to get even more sales on top of that. And it's not going to cannibalize any PlayStation sales. And you're just alluding to a lot of the um, feedback we're getting on social media. That's why. Because there's a lot of... There's, a, there's some people like... It was the end of the world. Like, yeah, they they just like they didn't know what they just like hit them like a ton of bricks. Like, oh, like they had like a bad medical diagnosis. Like, it's these, they just it's couldn't cope. Boys. And I'm like, some dude like some dude was like, I, I remember going into Twitter and I don't know, I don't remember his name. I don't want to call him out here because it's you know it's none of my business. But I remember some dude was like, I'm wondering how AP something something feels. And I was like, oh, you know what, fuck it, let me go and see what this this guy's about. This dude was in shambles. He took his PlayStation logo and flipped it upside down, kind of like an upside down cross. And he's like, I'm done. I'm done with gaming. And, you know, I, I just I looked at him and was like, wow, man. I, How does that cross people's minds? I, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's Who just, has time to think about this and contemplate this? It's the same as, uh, you know, every time I see somebody in an Xbox or a PlayStation tweet talking shit. Like, I, I think there was a PlayStation one where somebody, they were promoting Outer, Outer Wilds mm -hmm. on sale. And somebody's in there from, like, you know, it was like Xbox fanboy. Already played on the Superior Console and with the Game Pass. What oh, I need Outer to buy here. Outer Wild, was it Wilds or Worlds? Because Outer, Outer Wilds, Outer Wilds, yeah. And so they're like, I don't need to buy this from you guys because I already played it on the Superior Console and Superior Game Pass. I'm like, what's the point of this that mention at all? And, and you go, you go, you go into the PlayStation right and Twitter. It's like you go into it. It's not even going at you. You you actually have to physically go in there and then post. I don't. It doesn't bother me at all. I just look at them like, wow, this. If I had that free time, I don't know how people have time for that. I would, I would do something. Where does it come from? Great with my life. At this point in my life, I don't give two fucks. I play whatever I want to play when I want to play it, and I move on. You know, it could be one console out there, whatever. I, I, I play games. You know, Horizon came out three years ago. They go into note. Yep. So you've had three years to play it on PlayStation before even being confronted with this multi-platform buying decision. <laughs> I'm trying I mean, to I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. I can't do anything. It's funny to me because like remember Sean Layden before he uh, left because somebody was saying like Sean Layden might have left because of this. And it's like I don't think so because he mentioned this before that some of these games, even though he said he mentioned multiplayer, he says he said don't be surprised some of these games are gonna move to other platforms. You know, they're, mm -hmm. he kind of warned everybody. Nobody knew it. You know, they figured just be small stuff. But you know, at this point, I think my opinion on the whole matter is it's like you said. You had so many chances that people have gotten this game for either free or on a low price or outside of a PlayStation Plus as they haven't done that yet, which I'm sure that's going to come up soon. I wouldn't be surprised the same month it comes out that on PC. Right. But That you get it? Yeah. Yeah. I see where you're going. I, it's the whole point is to grow the ecosystem. You're trying to get people that are PlayStation fans who you don't want to, you know, there's some people who are never going to play PlayStation, mm -hmm. but Sony wants their money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So and they want to get their games to grow, and you know you want people to get excited about another here uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or something yeah, else. Right, like that these are mention. these are more potential buyers. It's it's almost like I view it as almost like the Game Pass effect, where it seems like we'll get a title right before the sequel mm -hmm. comes out, and it's like, all right, you're drumming us up. Like, sure, yeah, we'll take Gears of War four because we know five's coming out, and it's it's just building that brand, not so much a brand loyalty, I don't think, but a brand awareness. It's, like, eco, it's like Microsoft. It's an yeah. ecosystem. And you'll be more prone, these PC players, that, you know, if the, if Horizon Zero Dawn 2, let's say, is a PS5 launch title or is going to be on PS5 and PC, they're, they're still getting those sales. They're yeah. still in that ecosystem. They're going to buy DLC for, 
whatever the game is, the expansion pass or whatever it is, it, and it's still money going to that developer and that and publisher. Secretly, between me and you, a lot of stuff coming on PC, I think they're going to end up doing like they do with Game Pass, where, you know, they're going to have streaming still, but I think, you know, hey, you, you get PS Now, you can download this on PC. You know, you don't have to stream this game like you were before you were locked to streaming it on PC. Right. Some people can't stream. I mean, you got to have a variety. And yeah. That's, you're going to turn some people away. Like, I'm not paying this if I... To stream this, my connection can't handle this. Or yeah, you I still have, have some people who and... will start the download and then they'll wait two days to yeah. play. That we still have spots like that in this country yeah. where we don't have broadband everywhere. It's it's all about choice and variety. That's this is my opinion, and you know some people are just gonna have to you know Sony's a company who needs to make money. I think those days of just locking uh, games away behind consoles are gone because you see that only on PlayStation tag slowly going away. Mm-hmm. They're being more PlayStation honest. platform exclusive. Yeah. They're being more honest on there, like you said, no exclusive for the until this date. They're letting people know. They're not sitting there to let people guess. Yeah, like uh, like Final people, Fantasy. We know Final Fantasy Seven is a year. Yeah, the, the people who like don't want to buy a PlayStation, they'll wait. You know what I mean? I'm excited to see. We, we like doing comparisons, and you and I don't have like these god tier gaming PC rigs, mm-hmm. but I'm excited to see what these people with ray tracing and all that, like yeah. how this is going to look on one of those PCs, and, and watch some of that footage oh. and see how this how see how this game runs. People are fucking dying on Twitter about fucking Bloodborne coming to PC, so that shit can run at sixty five percent. That's all people care about. They're like, fuck this. If, if this is happening, come on, bring the Bloodborne. <laughs> I gotta have Bloodborne next. <laughs> 60 frames is what they're on there saying. Because <laughs> it famously like never got a pro patch or boost mode or nope. anything, right? And it, like, yeah. it would like dip below 30. Yeah. And it's some just people... like barely running on PS4 hardware. And I, I don't play those hard games, but I can imagine somebody who's getting their ass kicked and that, sh- that frames that. drop and you're yeah. like, fuck this game. You, you know? need that stability. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Uh, next up, exciting. Uh, I said the 2020 uh, campaign, the initiative of Sonic. Presidential campaign. <laughs> he is uh, Bernie Sanders' uh, running mate. Vote for Sonic. <laughs> hmm. Sonic Bernie. It's a good running mate. Yeah. <laughs> Burning Sonic. <laughs> Bernie so- Sonic. Sonic Sanders 2020. Yeah. So, uh, this comes from uh, Gamatsu. Get your free. <laughs> they say get your free wallpapers and social media icons. <laughs> it feels like a campaign now. Uh, Sega has launched the Sonic 2020 project, a new initiative to announce various new Sonic the Hedgehog-related information and plans on the 20th day of every month in 2020. Oh, God. So that... Wait, that started today. Or was it just the announcement today? The first announcement was today for the 20th. Uh, the first news is the announcement of the 2020 project announcement itself. Of announcement. <laughs> announcement yeah. of announcement. Sega also released the key artwork in the form of PC and smartphone wallpapers. This is like fucking 2009 Sega. What are, what are we doing here? Uh, as well as a Twitter header background in addition to 21 character icons for social media. A special page for Sonic 2020 was also opened on the Sonic Channel website. This just gets deeper and deeper. Uh, one of the Twitter geniuses that I saw responding to this noted that there will be a Sonic announcement on 420. And they had a very stoned-looking uh, Sonic from the movie. We can only they hope like, that it's they another... They paused some kind of blink, and it was... We stoned. can only hope it's another uh, rip-off Grateful Dead concert. That would be uh, something else. Yep. Speaking of Stoned and Sonic, did you see that they, uh, the Sonic movie has tied its uh, marketing or whatever with Jack in the Box? Fuck, there's, we don't have a Jack in the Box. There's Tiny here. Tacos. Sonic the Hedgehog Tiny Tacos is like the new food there. So if you uh, want to send us your Tiny Tacos... You may. You can. Uh, you may email those to nofodcast at gmail.com. Or send us a DM, and we will send you a P.O. <laughs> box, and we will have the food thoroughly tested before it's eaten. Please send us the Sonic Tiny Tacos. <laughs> uh, but that opens up the question of why did they not pair with um, the actual brand Sonic, Sonic who sells chili, chili dogs. dogs. Yeah, It's all about that moolah. It must be. 
Because uh, Jack in the Box doesn't make sense to me because it's not nationwide. I mean, is Sonic though? We have Sonic. Is everybody? Does everyone have Sonic? I think I saw Sonic in Oregon, where I've I saw Jack in the Box. There's a Sonic in Arkansas. All right, that's pretty much everywhere. We connected the <laughs> Atlanta, dots. Atlanta, Arkansas. Yep. Hey, straight line. Strand. This is the strand genre of Sonic franchises. We're connecting. Oh America. God. We're connecting America. We're the main character. Sam Sonic Bridges. <laughs> We're just connecting Sonic restaurants. I'll, I'll give me a Sonic beanie hat and just walk around with it. All right, sir. What do you want from these Sonic announcements? Uh, your, give me your top tier Sonic announcements. I love how people are like going over the top and like you're on top for Sonic Adventure Three. I'm like, that shit's not gonna happen. There we go. I like this. I'll accept that. I, I want Yuji Naki. Yuji Naka. Okay. Come back in there. I will take um, since Toe Jam and Earl came from Genesis and all that, yep. and that was one of my games of the year last year. I would like uh, Sonic as a free DLC or even paid five bucks uh, DLC playable character for Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove. Maybe with some rings uh, sound effect, like if you pick up a present or something, you get the, if, you hear the ring sound. If I can get anything, and just anything, mm-hmm. it's a, a fucking playable version. It's been a while since I cussed on this podcast. Fuck. Like five minutes. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Um, <laughs> the energy drink is coursing through yeah, us. Yeah, it's crazy. It's determining our... This has been a pretty good podcast so far, though. We're not too off the rails. Um, is a fucking Sonic 3 and Sonic Knuckles playable version. If you go back and look at it, and all those fucking games that come out with the, mm-hmm. uh, they never have the they never have the add-on remasters or whatever come that those have been missing. Even that that last classics collection came out, and there was no Sonic Three, no Sonic and Knuckles. You did see Sega Ages Two. We didn't put this in news. It's gonna have Sonic Two with Knuckles. It's gonna have Knuckles in it. Yep. M Two's doing God's work. You're gonna get it. That's gonna be one of the announcements. I, that's what I'm looking forward to. I think it's a safer bet than mine. I told yeah. you. Yeah. Fucking make that, you know, because the one. I, if they can do Generations 2... Okay. they do Sonic Forces 2, I'm done with Sonic. No more Sonic Forces. How did it sell? Probably well. Nah, I don't know. I've played like the first level. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I was like, I'd rather play Sonic Heroes, and Sonic Heroes is like, yeah, what the fuck is this? When did we get um? When did we get Sonic Mania? It's time for Sonic Mania 2, right? Uh-huh. I, I remember getting it on Switch when it was like I was, was buying every big game for Switch. It was Switch. close, but I think Christian Whitehead, he just came out with his own studio with the people who did the independently through Sonic Mania, and okay. I think they're working on something completely different in Sonic Mania. Okay. Unless it's a stealth, like, hey, we've been working on it this whole time. Is but, it Head Cannon or whatever that group is? Yeah, some other, it's, yeah something else now. It's like it's a legit, like they all kind of got together. I don't know what it's called, but they're working on some other game, like some other game concept. All right, stay tuned to the uh, No Podcast every after every twentieth of the month, and we yep. will let you know what the <laughs> the month the month Sonic news is because there will be something. Every find 20th. that calendar, find April, and circle the twenty. There we go. We already have it. Cheap House Gamers reporting the Monopoly Gamer Sonic the Hedgehog Board Edition is nine dollars and fifty three. It is the twentieth, so you can uh, count that as your. News we'll count that day. as the news. Yep. Chalk it up there. Yep, you heard it here first. Also, hearing here first. The Taiwan Digital Game Rating Committee. <laughs> it's like four people in a room, but it's the Taiwan Digital Game Rating Committee. Yeah. Has rated Bioshock the collection for Switch, as well as individual ratings for Bioshock Remastered, Bioshock 2 Remastered, and Bioshock Infinite, the complete edition, not remastered. That one didn't get remastered, did it? It was just basically a, a port. Correct. But it ran better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because I think it was just 1080p, all the bells and whistles. I think uh, other outlets have picked up on this. Like, I think it was somewhere other than just the Taiwan shop. Something else got confirmed since last week. Well, there was uh, Metro, Metro, and then they got announced. Metro exit or Metro Redux. Redux. Yeah. So it's twenty thirty three and Last Light are coming to Switch, which everybody was pleased about because it's actually all in one cart. 
That is good. No separate downloads that. and all the DLCs included. I didn't see that. Yeah, um, but it is fifty bucks. Ugh. Pass. It's a THQ game, and they usually typically they hit about twenty pretty quickly. Drop pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, you mentioned last week the Devil May Cry, the style switching thing, and yeah. that was confirmed. Yep. So that's awesome. Good news. Bioshock the collection. Are you going to buy it for a fourth time, fifth time? I will buy Bioshock as many times as they sell it to me. <laughs> Always Bioshock. Yep. It's every time I walk into a store, like, oh, Bioshock, I don't have this. Oh, Bioshock, I don't have this. I hope we're getting it. <laughs> You're surprised every time. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, hell, hell yeah, Bioshock. <laughs> Who would have thought? And I, yeah, I mean, when it came back, I'm like, no. And that's like 15 copies of Bioshock. I know whoever comes over my place is like, what are you all right, man? What's <laughs> I, I I mean, how many the, copies of Bioshock do you I love this series. Yeah. I gotta like, see where it goes. It's like, uh, don't, don't look in the box in the closet. Support the <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> more Bioshock. 45 copies of Bioshock. Every time I see you, I gotta buy it. Just loose carts. You're like the Scrooge McDuck yeah. and DuckTales. It's just loose uh, switch carts of Bioshock. As it cuts up my skin as I swim through it. Which is not even official. <laughs> so hopefully this uh, this gets announced. Uh, Gamatsu notes that it originally came out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC in September 2016. And then the Mac computer in August of 2017. Um, yeah, I'd imagine with a new boss shot coming through, they want to get that shit. Again, drumming yeah. up interest, Game Pass, PlayStation Now, the yep. works. Rockstar um, launcher. I don't know anything about this character from They'll the They'll take out the Smash license Brothers. music. <laughs> like, a, what was it? That we, I, should, I meant to put that news. Grand Theft Auto 4 came out of... Um, Came out of Steam because it, it still had a bunch of Windows Game Store stuff tied to it. I should have put that article. Well, well I think Rockstar came back and clarified that like they ran out of keys and they're like, well, <laughs> we can't make any more because it's tied to the games, games from Windows. Windows. So it's like the whole conspiracy theory about them and the music. It's like I don't think it matters with the music because I mean you've been there with the Xbox. They're just gonna fucking patch out anyways. It's not you can yeah. do unless you stop the patch. Right. So. Play your console offline. Get play, that one copy. Buy it 360, buy PS3, and yep. don't connect to the internet. Just yep. play the physical copy. So. Pop it in and play it. It was it was meant to be, yeah. <laughs> with no patches. Uh, there was some other note on that. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, they never clarified. What they, all they said they were trying to modernize it so they can re-release it again, which I imagine they'll just probably relaunch it in their Rockstar yeah, launcher. They'll generate they'll, keys then, with the music out of it, and then they'll. Pop it, it is. On, yep, Rockstar launcher. I yeah. bet you. And they'll put it on Steam like a month later or something like that. And, they they probably timed exclusive. It probably be like new texture packs or something like that. You know, like forget the music. Don't look at the music. Texture packs. What was games for Windows tied to? Was that a Seven initiative or a X or a Vista? Vista. Halo Two was. Tied I thought to they Vista. called it Windows Windows for Vista. I didn't think it was games for Windows. I have that copy in there. I have a physical copy of Halo Two for Vista. No, that just, does not run on my PC. It's just Vista. I'm like granted, and it doesn't matter anymore. What Halo Two is coming to PC. So yeah, I think they just announced why Halo One's coming to PC pretty soon. Is it? Yeah. This day is this day is nigh. Yeah. A uh, friend of the show, Russell, keeps mentioning playing the Reach campaign. So whenever you're down, we got to hit that up. Yeah. Um. We've been playing a lot of Halo Online. It's a lot of fun. You got to hit it up with us. I haven't been feeling well. Otherwise, yeah. I normally would. No, yeah. I know you were trying to download it and everything. Well, I mean, I'm good to go. It's just like I think uh, I remember taking a nap and then I never woke back up. <laughs> I'm glad you did eventually. That's why you're here. Yep. Um, there was a Super Smash Brothers Direct. It was 30 minutes of Smash Brothers stuff. The fifth and final character was announced. It is Byleth from Fire Emblem Three Houses. I don't know who that is. I didn't play that game. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't either. It looks like it reminds me of Robin. Like, you can have a male or a female version of this, this character. This did a lot of uh, controversy uh, because a lot of people were pissed that another Fire Emblem character got announced. It's like nonstop Fire Emblem people, and yeah. they all, I know I'm a noob or whatever, yeah. but they all look like Roy and Marth. Yeah. They all look like the sword fighting 
whatever. So. All right, Nintendo. It was cool at first because not a lot of people play Fire Emblem, but we're good now. Fire Emblem. People play Fire right. Emblem. It's you, been it's been properly resurrected. You know, we, we can hold back on the Fire Emblem unless we get like a kick ass character. You know, like we're good now. Yep. Melee brought us the GBA games. Finally, we yeah. finally got the GameCube one, and then it's taken off from there. So I, Fire Emblem is alive and well. I got a feeling that like a lot of the stuff was decided beforehand, and they knew they were going to get the pushback on there, and I think that's why they were like, okay. We got a second fire fighters pass coming out, which they remember they said they weren't going to do. It was supposed right. to be individual to begin with, and they're right. like, "No, this is a second set, and everything's been decided, so don't add me." Those are already set, yeah, and it's going to be <laughs> six more characters and another thirty dollars apparently until the I think next December, not this coming December, until December of next year. So uh, there was some confusion; they thought it was the end of this year, but it's December twenty twenty one. So another twenty four months of yeah, okay, so quarterly characters, so uh, like three yes. this year, three next year probably. Yeah. Gotcha. Or, yeah, something like that. That so. works. Six fighters, you're right. Because now they've all been announced. So it's right. not quarterly. Yeah, I got you, I got you. So I think that's why they kind of just did all that then and there. Um, it made sense to do this uh, Fire Emblem character because they have the the expansion pass, which was also noted, the the new content coming out for the main game for Three Houses. So, But a lot of people were upset about the Even that Jason Schreier tweet was, uh, tweet was pretty funny. Where he just went down the list of all these Fire Emblem characters, and then the last announcement was uh, three swords, like the actual swords, not even characters. <laughs> three weapons from the Fire Emblem series. Was <laughs> contact Fire Six? I'll see if I can find the tweets in it to you. I saw it, and I was like, "Oh god!" It's like Master Hand from the end of the first one. It's, it's not even it's anymore. not even the fucking thing. It's just three swords. That's all. <laughs> it's like nothing controlling it. Well, Sakurai was teasing the whole three thing, so it may actually end up coming. Oh out. god. Uh, are you excited about the Assassin's Creed Me Fighter costumes? Um, I am excited about the Altier costume. Um, the Cuphead one looks fucking good. Though. The Cuphead one does look good. So uh, explain good. to me what the Me Fighter ones do. They just have Me Fighter attributes. They don't have their own things. They don't have their dedicated like what separates a Me Fighter costume from an actual character. That's what has always confused me. Um, I think it's all based off that uh, sword type, gun type. It's the same three characters, but they're gotcha. just dressed in that character. So they're not really. The, uh, they're not like a Cuphead's character, a Mugman or something it's like a that. Skin. But he's from the shooter one, and, just, yeah. and it looks like Mughead because it fits all in there. Plus, even he does the shooter thing, right? With his finger instead yep. of having the actual gun, gun. So, so Altair is going to be the swords, the sword me fighter. Is that how that works? Yep, yep, sword based one. All right, and Rabbit's characters apparently based off the Chinese exclusive hit Rabbit's Party. Yep. for the Nintendo Switch, which we'll never get unless we import uh, a unless ten cent Switch. Fly to uh, Hong Kong. And I'm like, I need that Chinese ten cent Switch and that copy of Rabbids. Gotta have it. God, and it'll cost you more than ten yep. cents. And I can't wait to shop that eShop for one game, which is the Mario Deluxe. That's all that's on the eShop. That's it. Yeah, I think that's all it is right now. Yeah. That's all they have. Well, China's a China whole, man. It's a whole other market. Not distant China. I'm just. No. I'm just saying. We don't alienate our Chinese listeners. Everything has to go through a panel for approval, and it's everything's heavily regulated. So, if you and Michael hadn't uh, jumped on the Mexican eShop and bought the cheap copies of uh, Hollow Knight and <laughs> what's the night game, uh, Shovel Knight, if y'all hadn't bought the two night games off yeah. the Mexican eShop, we also bought what was it? Uh, I bought Hellblade for like ten bucks off that. Did you Mexican, really? Uh, Have you fired it up on Switch? Yeah, How does it run? It runs pretty well. Damn, yeah. it runs. I gotta finish. Good. I gotta continue my playthrough. Uh, new Amiibo figures were announced also. We're almost done with the Smash shit. Uh, Samus's mysterious doppelganger, Dark Samus. And Simon Belmont's whip-wielding Echo Fighter, Richter. And those came in for me. They are nice. So, were they... They were already announced, right? Yeah, they just, just officially released available. on the okay, 17th. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. All right, we covered all that. Bunch of uh, Fire Emblem shit, if you're into Fire Emblem. 
Uh, Mega Man X and Mega Man Battle Network costumes yep. for the Mii Fighter. Which I'm assuming is for the gunner type. It is for Mii Fighter? Yep. I thought Mega Man was in the game. Why would it be a skin for Mega Man? Ah, it's Mega Man EXE. I, like, I, I don't know the Mega Man lore. I, I don't know what separates the EXE ones because everybody's coming out like, alright, you fucking did a collection for every Mega Man game, but the Battle, the Battle Network, Network games. games. Let's go. Somebody's doing that in Command Mission X, which I guess is the console version of that. Yeah. I heard so. those were great. They just made two. I remember working retail in that area, and it's like there was one every six months we were putting out. And there's two versions of each one, yeah. like a red and blue type thing. Oh, God, yeah. And then there was uh, that one year when we did the transition from there was one on GBA and one on DS. So. Yep. Yep. Like your uh, the Pokemon Mystery Dungeons that we talked about last mm-hmm. week. All right. Wrapping up news at long last is December 2019's NPD sales. Um... Consumers, this is from VentureBeat. Consumers in the U.S. spent nearly $3 billion on game-related products last month, according to the NPD report, but that number is down significantly year-over-year. Strong ongoing performances from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and Call of Duty Modern Warfare just couldn't make up for plummeting interest in current-gen offerings. Yeah. So Everybody's ready for the next-gen. It's that time of the year and that time of the generation. Which is weird because I'm I'm interested in seeing what Nintendo's going to do now. Because they're, they're racking up the dough right now. Don't get me wrong, but you see, you figured they would be able to bring up... You know, before the Wii brought up the industry as a whole when everybody was down. Right. It's like, it's not enough for them to do that with the Switch. So I think that's why I, I, I kind of glad to see that because you kind of see Nintendo like continuously trying to evolve this generation too. They're not like... like hey, they're not just it. riding it out. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, there's that rumor of that new Switch console coming out. I think that's happening. I think they planned it and it's coming out at the right time, you know. The Switch U? <laughs> Don't do the same thing. No, God, I hope that would or Super Switch or Super Switch 64 would be better. We've been playing a lot of our Wii U recently yeah. with that Super Mario 3D World. Uh, so your top 10 games software for the month of December are Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019. Mm-hmm. They have to still note that that is that version. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Good. Madden NFL 20. NBA 2K20. Luigi's Mansion 3. Pokemon Sword. Mario Kart 8. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Pokemon Shield. And Minecraft at number 10. On everything, I guess. Oh, that only includes digital and Xbox and PlayStation. I guess Nintendo is not reporting. Nintendo doesn't report digital at all, do they? Mm, so there could have been way yeah. more digital sales of yeah. Luigi's Mansion and Pokemon and everything else. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V number 11, because of course it is. And then uh, you got various stuff. Ring Fit Adventure at number 20. Hmm. Excellent. Interesting. Uh, no Death Stranding in there. That was not a high dollar item throughout the whole year. Uh, is there anything else to note? MLB The Show 19 is now the best-selling baseball game of all time. It has surpassed MVP Baseball 2004. Excellent. It only took us 15 years. My coach in baseball was late to practice the day that came out, and I remember him holding it up at practice. That literal MVP Baseball 04 with Albert Pujols on the cover. He got it for a PS2, and he's holding it up. He's like, sorry, I had to go pick up my game. He's late to practice. You bitch. Coach Pujols never stole signs. I love you, Coach Baker. Never still signs. Oh God, we could we could have a whole fucking baseball podcast about that shit. Um, well, let me let me rephrase. I never still signs using technology. That's true. I mean, hey, if you still old in, school style. If you still signs on, so you're in second base and you yeah. figure it out. If hey, you lean in and you tip it in the yeah. or the pitcher, a pitcher will give it away by moving something mm-hmm. around in their glove or touching. That's a different story. That's 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 called uh, that's strategy. The other way was just you're just fucking cheating and beating on trash cans. Yeah. Watch. Have you seen that footage? Yeah. I know you've watched it. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I cannot believe. It's, like the, the fallout has hit management. I can't believe the players haven't lost their asses somehow. But baseball is weird with the players' association and everything. So I I think there's so many players doing it. I mm-hmm. it 
the ramifications would be so fucking huge. You know what I mean? Wipe out a whole team and everybody who's on those teams who's since split off onto other teams. Yep. And then I imagine there's other teams that are some people, maybe not the whole team, but some other people are doing stuff. There's a lot more people doing that stuff than we know. There's there's only people with the rise of digital easy photography. Everybody has a camera on their phone, at least one. Now everybody's gonna camera in their pocket. Yeah. Now everybody's gonna be like, step back and not do it anymore. I'm texting. I swear. I'm working on an Excel spreadsheet from the bullpen. (laughs) What are you doing with that camera? Taking selfies. I'm not pointing the camera at the catcher. Organizing my one drive. <laughs> okay, I realize you're paying. Carry on. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Nobody wants to ever fucking do that. Just go ahead. You're not in the game. It's fine. Uh, Matt Pescatella from uh, MPD Group does note that Sony's beginning to... They are planning to begin selling MLB The Show on other platforms beginning beginning with MLB The Show 2021. Yeah. So not next year, but the, the year after. Yeah, I think it's too late for next year, so... He also notes half of December's top 20 selling games were published by Nintendo. Yep. This is a Nintendo last year. Um, we'll see if they can replicate it this year. I don't know. We haven't had a Direct yet, and a lot of people are hungry for it. So we don't have that that other outside of uh, Animal Crossing. Right. Which I don't think anything's going to come out outside of the Pokemon Mysterious Dungeon remake and Animal Crossing. I think whatever they're going to announce is going to be at the Direct. Works. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, I don't see the top generational ones. I don't see that in this article. Yeah, I think it was a separate one where they went over the decade ones. You know, everybody was kind of doing their own yeah. decade ones. But I mean, we can we can sit here and find it. But you know, let's be honest. It was all it was Call of Duty. Yep. It, it was uh, Grand Theft Auto, and it was Red Dead Redemption Red Red Two. Not the first one, but two, which was kind of and surprising. Everyone considers well, there was you know that groundswell and that hype for that one was unbelievable. Yeah. But uh, everybody considers the first game the better game. You know. Uh, do we want to take a break before we go into games played? I think I could take a break. Sure. 52 minutes. All right. Uh, sit tight. You won't even notice the difference, and we'll be right back. I will. All right, and we're back. Uh, you probably didn't notice, except Cesar, as you as you alluded to. I patiently waited for the last, for like, 30 eons. 30 seconds. 30 eons. I got us more the caffeine and hydration. We switched from, uh, we, should, we should document what we drink on every podcast. We've switched from Coca-Cola Energy to... Big K Diet Extreme Citrus Drop. I don't know how you can get extreme dieting, but okay. All right, so this Diet Extreme is like four times the caffeine of the regular one. Oh, shit. So if it's like if it's like 20 milligrams and the other one, this one's like 120 or 140. It's boost. Still nothing beats the this fucking... Boost um, mode. Bloodborne couldn't have it, but we have boost mode in our diet. Let's, yeah, let's fucking go. As long as I don't have the fucking sugar-free cookies, let's go. <laughs> That'll keep me <laughs> up all night. <laughs> With a different purpose. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, have an, you'll have an activity. What game was it we were playing that we got into those cookies? Uh, is that a Blitz night? Probably. I don't These are know. sugar-free cookies. They're delicious. We can eat as many as we want. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so fucking stupid. It was a bad mistake. <laughs> oh, I was dying, man. I was in shambles. All right, let's go into games played. Now that we've gotten through our sponsors, uh, Coca-Cola and Big K. It sugar-free was, cookies. It, yeah. <laughs> those were great value. Our, our anti-sponsor. <laughs> those are great value. We've managed to line up Coca-Cola, Big K, Slash Kroger, and Walmart as our first three mm-hmm. sponsors. That's not too bad. Uh, games played. I played some more Halo Master Chief Collection. Uh, Russell, a friend of the show. Russell and I are still in that uh, playlist. We play with a um, friend of the show, Derek, and his son, Evan. Uh, we've been doing a lot of King of the Hill, um, Capture the Flag, those type match types. And, dude, it's just a lot of fun. There's a lot of... I would say there's a lot of competitive matches, that, but there's also a lot of we dominate matches and we get dominated matches. Like, 
We'll so go up against like some, fucking PUBG or oh, uh, Halo. Like we'll go up against some killer squads, and it's just like yeah, just like PUBG. Like mm-hmm. how did we get at the end of this? We suck, and then we get our asses handed to us at the end. But that that, that always seems to be cases. My coworker, uh, it's the same way when they do multiplayer like Modern Warfare or Halo, where they um they get pretty good and they get good rounds, and then they get accused of cheating and stuff like that. And yeah, like you guys are cheating. Like dude, we're just we just got it this round. Yep. yep. We. We played one round where uh, it was King of the Hill, and we, we got, it was like first to 250 or something, and we were up like 220 to 19 or some shit. Like, it was crazy. So, uh, Derek's like, hey, let's just, let's get some kills, let's get some practice in, let's learn this map, that kind of thing. It was a Halo 4 map that we never played before. So, we just kind of, we didn't really toy with them, but we got kills, and we stayed off the hill and that kind of thing, and, you know, we let them get some points and accumulate. So, it was, it was more of us. I guess I was more of us toying with them because we could have finished the match out and moved on. Um, we did beat them. We didn't move on with that group. And the n- literal next group, like, cat and mouse us the same way. So yeah. it's like, okay, whatever. Halo giveth and Halo taketh away. Yeah. They, we just got fucked. We just got mowed over. On no matter what you round. did, you were just getting, yeah, yeah, there was like nothing goes your way. Yeah. Um, I did hear recently, I think it was on the Bombcast, uh, Apex Legends is doing um, skill-based matchmaking, which we've wanted from PUBG in a while. Like, we can't go up against a certain these some of these certain people. I, but we did get some early wins. But our hours versus wins should put us in a lower group, I would think. A lot of but us. I, I definitely want to play Apex again. Yeah, but a lot of our wins were. They were so turn, early. Yeah, a lot of well, some of them was turning the tide, and a lot of it was luck because we let you know the other the good people take each other out. Yeah, we were there when they were doing a lot of the like the balancing. Now is just kind of tweaks, but they were doing whole swings on vehicle balancing and weapons and all kinds of stuff. Oh god, the vehicle stuff killed it for me when I was getting run over in the small oh, circles. Mad Max, like, you remember mm-hmm. nonstop Mad Max at the end? So played more Master Chief Collection. That's still, I've said it before. The campaigns are wonderful, but now that the multiplayer is open to me, it's like there's so much value in this game. It's a lot of fun. Definitely want you to join us on that one. Um, where do I want to go with this? Uh, I got a big bunch of those Xbox demo discs in. Do you remember the ones that would come in the Xbox magazine? Yeah. The the official Xbox magazine. The anti-version of the Jam Packs? Basically. Well, there's the official Microsoft ones that I found. They're called the Exhibition ones. And those are, there's only five volumes of that. And I actually have all five of those. And I kind of want to do, I talked about it with you a little bit. I kind of want to do a streaming series where we go through these demo discs and play different stuff. But um, some of them have, like, uh, a couple of the ones that I ordered had Halo 2 custom game types. So I put that, I just popped that in the Xbox, you know, it boots up this menu. It does the whole little uh, preview OS thing. And um, you can actually download, like, deal. that's how they sent out DLC for non, I guess, non-live subscribers. And it's not dedicated DLC, it's just whoever they, the magazine was partnering with at the time. So, the, like, there's a Toe Jam and Earl. They also partner with uh, Action Replay. So there's saves on there like Toe Jam and Earl 3. It's like everything unlocked. All music, all weapons, like all keys to the levels, things like that. Max presence. Um, there's some real cool saves like that. Um, there's one for Time Splitters 2 where it's a custom map. So with the Xbox having a hard drive in that generation, you just pop this disc in and download whatever. So I actually have two different discs that had Halo 2 content. So we have some more maps and games types to play in our LAN party because of the demo discs. Right. I got like 30-something in. But uh, I think there's, it goes through the 360 generation. Like there were 360 original or uh, Xbox official Xbox magazine demo discs. I'm stumbling here. Um, I think that'd be fun to make a video series. Uh, pop that in and just see what's in there. So some of the later ones, if you hold down, you hold down the left trigger and do a button press. And I sent you a, a wiki that I found that breaks down how to do each one. Uh, you feel the 
as you're hitting the button press, the vibration in the controller gets like more and more pressing, like it gets more and more intense. Mm-hmm. And it'll launch a hidden demo in some of those games. Like some of them are Attack 2 was one of them. I think Psychonauts was one of the hidden demos that wasn't in the normal part of the demo disc. So you said Jack 2. I was like, oh, Jack man. 2 is yeah. on there. The yeah. official Naughty Dog port uh, before they went dark. Um, I'm mad as hell. <laughs> I'm based off of Grand Theft Auto 3 because that was successful. Oh, now I have a voice. <laughs> Why were you giving him that voice? So uh, one of the demos I played that was a hidden demo was Metal Wolf Chaos, which we actually got recently. Uh, for the first time in America mm-hmm. on PS4, I think it was PS4 only, right? Or did it come mm-hmm. to Xbox One? It's also on Xbox One. I think one. it's PS4 physical, but it's Xbox right. digital. Because yeah. I picked it up. GameStop was the exclusive publisher. Microsoft's got that weird, um, it's got some weird rules when it comes to making digital press. Physical press? Yeah. Because they don't, oh, they don't do press. limited. Physical press, excuse yeah, me. They don't, I knew what you meant. They don't yeah. do limited run or anything like that. I, I think they I, just announced their first one with somebody. I think well, I think just the the amount they have on there is is higher than what most people are going to go for. So, Their licensing fee or something? Yeah, because I think you you have to print a certain amount, and, yeah. and it's probably like oh, ten thousand or fifteen thousand. You know, like limited runs. Like that's not how we do it. You know, we're, we're back not to that, we're not that kind of third party distributor. So we're back to the Nintendo days of ordering ten thousand cartridges at a time and Which then waiting six months for the cartridges. Yeah, but look at now, Nintendo. Look at them now, fucking Nintendo, making limited runs. So, yep. Hey, I. I don't see Microsoft doing it because I see them going in the opposite direction. So, but you know, streaming future. So, Metal Wolf Chaos is on one of those, and it was famously, you know, like English voices mm-hmm. and everything. Like, if you, it's Richard, still <laughs> Michael, <laughs> the two of the members of the podcast. It's super expensive to even import a copy of this, and I've I've never seen a physical copy of the Xbox one. Do you have a copy of the Japanese one? I do not. It didn't used to be that expensive. I didn't think it just shot up. It may drop a little bit now since there's a now playable version out there. Play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you know they may just jump up because you know collectors. Yep. You know, some people's like I need this in my collection. Dude, I played all the way through that demo. It was short. It was like thirty minutes, but that game is good as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. It's a really good mech game. It's got a lock on mechanic like um, Panzer Dragoon, uh, almost at Saga. But Panzer Dragoon or Star Fox or something like that. But you're a mech. And uh, you have your left and right shoulder buttons on the original Xbox controller. And you switch between weapons with B. And you can assign a weapon to each shoulder type. And so you'll have like you'll have missiles that can take out tanks. Or you'll have a rail gun for ground troops mm-hmm. and things like that. And it, it was a short demo. But man, I could, I could see someone getting a hold of that. And being like really looking forward to that game coming. And we just never got it here I mean, until we, 2019. We, yeah, we missed out because it was just that... That old practice that Nintendo and, and Microsoft did, you know, hey, this console didn't do well, cut it off, we're on the next one, yep. you know, let's move on to the next one. That original Xbox console was out for four years before yeah. its successor. Four they, years, to they, the day. They were like, uh, kind of like, they, well, yeah, like Nintendo used to do with Super Nintendo, remember, like, or even the NES, new versions coming out, because remember Earthbound Yep. was translated for any uh, NES, the original one, the mother. Yep. And... We didn't get it to what? To the Wii U? They didn't release it because the Super Nintendo came out. Star Fox 2. Yep. Seeking Densetsu 2. I mean 3. 3. Yeah. Jim Ryan was at Nintendo saying, who wants to play these? <laughs> he wasn't. He was killing the them there. Joke's yeah. never now, gonna die. Now he's fucking killing it in uh, the PlayStation days. Like, who wants to play this old Grand Turismo? Who was it famously? I think it was, I think his name's like Olaf Olafson or something. Correct me. Send in corrections to the podcast familiar, at gmail.com. Yeah. That he, or sounds like a fucking snowman. He started <laughs> He started off at Sega and said nobody wants RPGs, and then went to Sony and started bringing in Grandia and all this mm-hmm. stuff. There's one, there's a flip flop in there somewhere where the guy flipped his mind. They flipped his 
stance on RPGs oh, and screwed the Saturn. Oh, yeah, after he saw Final Fantasy VII, was like, holy shit, people want this shit. Release every fucking RPG ever made. Jim, we- Jim Ryan, you were wrong. They do own Your Grand name Turismo. doesn't stand for JRPG, Jim <laughs> Ryan. Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan playing game. <laughs> That's pretty good. That might work. Uh, so I played all the way through the Metal Wolf Chaos demo. <laughs> Jim Ryan playing game. <laughs> Holy shit, how'd you come up with that? That's a fucking Witcher time. <laughs> it's when we're like hopped up on energy drinks or delirious from lack of sleep or something that the best that's when the best shit comes out it's JRPG. when we sp- suspend Jim belief playing games, huh? it's dark matter when we suspend belief we're able to disconnect and that's the most creative oh god oh god we just gotta find the box and take the tranquilizer thing that's, that's it yeah. inject that shit and then go to the doorways and just don't think of anything negative as you open the door don't think of anything negative that <laughs> one that, that's by the end of it they're just drinking it it's like this, like fucking uh, Ghostbusters, like the State Puff Marshmallow. Just don't think of anything. Whatever pops in your head's gonna happen. It fucking happens. They, it. they realized it. Yeah, and your worst fucking nightmare. Uh, Sphere did that too. Michael Crichton's Sphere. Yeah. All right, we got off on a tangent yep. with a uh, uh, Dark Matter by Blake Crouch. Great novel. Go read it. I mentioned it last week. All right, so I stayed on my demo kick. This has a segue. I promise. Uh, I played the Ninja Gaiden demo. This demo was one of those hidden ones where I was talking about where you put in the key code and it, the vibration gets stronger and stronger. And uh, this demo let you do it, it gave you a bunch of weapons at the beginning of it. So I was trying like super powered weapons. Just, okay. I just dabbled in that first level. Um, I have nostalgia. It's weird saying this, but I have nostalgia for this demo. Like I remember being in retail and getting that that demo disc of Ninja Gaiden and popping it in and just being like, oh my god, look at this. Yeah. It's difficult. Uh, it requires you know proper movement. You had the crazy jumping mechanics of of Ryu, and it just. That's like a defining Xbox game for me. It's it it has a spot in my mind. I mean, it was one so it was well. one of those games that you know, like you you played outside of Halo. There, like, oh shit, you know, this Xbox can do games. Yep. You know, that was that that thing where because you, you weren't sure, Microsoft was new. Yeah, it's an American they did company. A lot of experimental shit. It's like when's the last time we got an American company doing game consoles? It was fucking Atari, you know, or you know, yeah, Jaguar. It was like the random shit that never takes off, or 3DO, or you know. Yeah. But they went out and funded, like, uh, well, Itagaki famously liked the most powerful platform, right? Yeah. The wasn't his thing for, like, Dead or Alive and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think uh, he had some qualms with uh, Sony. I think he was saying they were too restrictive. I think Microsoft allowed him to get that freedom or something like that. It was a lot of that stuff on there. That makes sense. Uh, so I played a little bit of that demo. I did not make it to the boss. Like, I tried to make it to that dojo. I'm just goofing around, mm-hmm. right? So, And I'm testing controllers for Halo, and I'm using Ninja Gaiden to test. It's a good test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a good test. Yeah. It requires everything, and it requires precision. So I've got a bunch of controllers set aside for Halo that I, I verified with that. So then out of curiosity, I still have the PS3 hooked up up here. I popped in uh, Ninja Gaiden Sigma for PS3. It's the same game, but it's like a totally different... Like, it, the feel of it and everything's different. A move that I was using in the Xbox one, it didn't work the right way in PS3. I don't yeah. know if... Like, it seems like an adaptation of that engine. It doesn't seem like a straight... I remember from playing the Xbox one, and then, you know, two or three years later, because I skipped Black. I didn't get very far in any of them. But picking up the PS3 one for Sigma, because that was one of those early games, like, you know, only get this on PS3 type things, because those were few and far between in those early days of PS3. Yeah, that's when, yeah, because remember, oof, I don't know what Sony was doing at that time. That was Struggling. weird. That was well, cocky Sony. We mentioned that earlier. Yeah, that was that cocky Sony. Because I think it was a lot of, they expect a lot of those developers just to jump on PS2, and then Microsoft was like, no, we saw what you did last gym. We'll come up there and, and the to them and, and you know, buy this exclusive, buy this exclusive. And 
and people were trying to get stuff run on that cell processor with the PS3 that mm-hmm. was supposed to be so easy. And then the install base was so huge on 360, mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, eh, we don't need you right now. You know? But I actually did make it further in the PS3 game. I don't. I haven't done a lot of research on the game as far as, like, is this version easier or something like that. Yeah. But it does play slightly different. It's the same core game. Uh, Ryu's, like, purple. He's not the same color of ninja garb as the Xbox one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of those HD graphics, they kind of highlight things that were smoothed out this comes up a lot in like the ps2 xbox to 360 and ps3 remasters like it the hd stuff kind of highlights things that were hidden by the the intended use of a crt or you know a non-native hd resolution but that's a hell of a port man there's there's some scenes where you can just kind of sit back and like you see leaves and grass moving and things that Mm -hmm. were not capable in the xbox you and in just what like two or three years after that xbox one we got ninja game sigma yeah. And it just, man, it's gorgeous. I actually did make it to the boss in that one, and he kicked my ass. So, And through like working your way up to that dojo as you're going through the Ninja Fortress and all that, you get a resuscitation item, like a Phoenix Down. And I had that equipped, and he he killed me within 10 seconds, and I had to use that, and then he got me like 15 seconds after that. Oh, God. The trick that I used to use in that Xbox demo, I could not pull off in the PS3 one. <laughs> I used to like run up the wall and then use that stronger attack behind him, and I could not pull it off when I was, when I was trying like to a, do it. Was it. Is that an official thing, or is that kind of like a glitch? No, it's an official move, but... It's like, it's like he caught he, me. You know, he has the nunchuckers. It's like it's kind of like he, he would try to defend it, but it wouldn't defend, and it still hit him or something like that. It was like some kind of like... Yeah, I just got by. It was a spam move, I yeah, guess, basically more or less, because it's the first Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Like, some, some way you can just, like, I get to this quickly, and I don't have to sit there and fucking... Because if you're in front of him, he just juggles you. He just yeah. nonstop juggles you with those things, and I can't throw up a defend fast enough, and he's fucking me up. But he tripped me with those nunchuckers on this one, and that was it. So patience, man. Ninja Gun. Of course, I don't patience. have it. I don't yeah. have it. This was a curiosity. This was. A, I know Michael likes doing comparisons. This was a comparison thing since I fired up that demo. Mm. I played something else I wanted to mention, but I was going through that Xbox. Man, the early two thousands as a whole were crazy. We were both there for it. Fucking Xbox generation with their marketing, like they're loud and like sports and. Just some of that, the adrenaline shit and the music where it was at. Some of the stuff on these demo discs is out there, man. <laughs> it was like the... It's a window into it, a different it's the, time. It, the epitome of the 2000s, kind of like... It is. Like, I, I just got back from the movie theater watching Fast and the Furious 1 now to play yep. my Xbox. And drink Mountain Dew. Like, yeah. that whole thing... Doritos. That shit is still rooted in that shit. And I, Why well, I don't have cheese in my me. A button? What the fuck? It put me in that mindset, dude. I was like, oh, God, this is like a this is like a flashback right here. Because there's music stuff on those demo discs. There's movie trailers. Played that Limp Biscuit. There's Limp Biscuit. All on some fucking for the nookie. Yep. There's POD on one of them. Uh, you click, can download. Click, boom. <laughs> you can download uh, music tracks to the Xbox hardware. It's those demo discs are cool, man. I'd like to make a series out of those and and go through them one by one. We can start with the exhibition ones and then go to the official Xbox magazine. Mm-hmm. Just try out demo. There's demos. There's like features. You know they would. They would spend the whole magazine talking about like Ninja Gaiden, and then they'll have a couple feature things. Like they may have the demo, but they'll also have a little dev diary or something like that. So it's a world in time that we got before we got YouTube explaining stuff to us. Yeah, so. basically. Yeah. And I think some of that content, I found a couple YouTube channels that did go over some of those discs, mm. but they didn't fully document them and give. Like I think the thing that would make it exclusive for us is to give our spin on it and give our no podcast thoughts. Like. Where we were, what we think of it, you know, where this series came from, where it's gone, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, 
I bought that new Metal Wolf Chaos, but it didn't click with me that uh, that's a From Software game. So when it booted up and I saw that From Software logo, I was like, damn, look at where they are now versus you know this game that didn't even make it to us. Oh god, they were like generation. the fucking Elder Scrolls of uh, PS1 with their RPGs with the yeah the clinkiness and James. Was, like, was it? It's not King's Knight. It's something like that. Kingsfield. It is Kingsfield. Mm-hmm. Kingsfield one and two. Knightsfield is probably all the same thing. It's all yeah. in the same series. So. Yep, and now they're the Souls. Eternal Ring. They're the Souls people. Now they're yeah. making like Elden Ring. <laughs> they made like four um, PS2 launch titles yeah. that were published by H Tech. I, I did it. Some of them are yeah. Some of them are on the PS4 and the PS2 Classics ones. A lot of them are. So you might have to check that out. Yeah. All right, sir. Those are my games played. Weird shit, <laughs> as usual. Yeah, me, I'm not, haven't been 100%, so uh, believe it or not, I was sleeping most of the weekend, and uh, I was uh, laying in bed and played um, about 12 hours of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Mm-hmm. How was uh, that? What do you do in it? So, it's a re- all right, so it's a retelling of the Dragon Ball Saga, Dragon Ball Z Saga, excuse me, uh, multiple different things. I mean, in Japan, it was just called Dragon Ball together, but that's all it's here or there, yeah. Uh, they had to separate it over here, so they threw in the Z. The, between the different sagas, um, this one covers strictly the Saiyan, uh, uh, Frieza, Cell, and Boo sagas. Um, and it those is are a, those are all Saiyans. No, no. Okay. So right. this is the whole Dragon Ball Z. If you if you were you wanted to experience Dragon Ball Z, but you didn't have the time to sit here and watch all two hundred something episodes, and you're like, I want to see what it's about, without going through all the fluff and the bullshit, and just get to like the straight story points. This will be the, the game for you. Really? Yeah. Okay. This will hit all the high notes, and um, if you skip out on all the sub-story, like the little... Filler and stuff. Like, there's, like, side quests, because this is an RPG, so if you skip out on all... And I'll go more in details about the gameplay type, but um, if you skip out on all the side quests, mm-hmm. you'll get the story. We don't have to sit there and spend the hundreds of hours trying to get everything down on disc. Uh, which is still Dragon Ball Z Kai is probably the best way to watch it because they really cut out a lot of the fillers out there and get straight to the point, kind of like the, the manga. But um, that's good. That's one of the Dragon Ball complaints. Yeah. So it's more like Dragon Ball Super. No, Super is a sequel to the oh, Z. Oh god, I thought I, I thought nope. I was I thought I was following along. Nope. Damn it. All right. Nope. Go on, sir. I don't so, know what I'm talking about. This is an action RPG, so um, it does have an open world. Uh, it has like an over, uh, like a map world, kind of like uh, some RPGs where you can choose different sections of the map. Um, you can't travel, traverse the whole game, kind of like Elder Scrolls, but you can kind of pull up an overworld map and like I can go to this location, which is southeast. I can go to this location. It has different landmarks from the series in there, okay. like Goku's house or Kami's house. You know, it's just these characters, so you can go to. So once it loads up, there's a lot of fucking loading screens. I'm ready for the next generation. It's nonstop yeah. fucking loading. I think the Twitter account says they're they're trying to address the loading things. Okay. So it's it's annoying where you have to you have to go out to the main world and then go into another area. So you got to load to the main world and then load to the other area. And you're like, I might as well. Just, I don't I don't know. Can you install any extra parts of it, or are there any options? No, this is already to, installed to on to the hard drive. Yeah, remember, this is all off hard drive already. We're done with that. We don't do that anymore. You've already activated your license key. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, it, you load up this areas and it gives you like a, a big chunk of land to go through with different varieties. So you can go through, you can pick fruit, you can fish, uh, you can hunt deer, hunt dinosaurs. I don't know why dinosaurs still exist in the world, but they do. Um, oh. so you can get dinosaur meat and then use those components to cook. Now the cooking on there, it gives you extra attributes like a bonus HP, bonus key, which is kind of like their MP. 
Uh, is it an alchemy type thing, or is it like a Breath of the Wild? Cooking it's not that stuff? deep. Uh, okay. the, you have to have to know the recipes, and it's just you got to have everything there, like carrots, turnips. It's like you just find that shit from going around. So, do you already have the recipes, or do you have to acquire some those of them? From specific is places? some of them are you already have, and some of them you have to acquire to, to get extra bonus boosts to your stats. Do they tie into the Dragon Ball lore? Like, is this stuff that they've cooked in the cartoon? The only before? thing from that whole thing is that Goku knows how to eat, and it simulates a lot of that. So it's like one of those things where they have like stacks and stacks of food, and you just like, and then you see the the bowls rise up. It's just that comedic bit. Okay, that's all. It's uh, milking like, uh, Scooby Doo, basically. Outside of that, um, that's littered throughout the world. Um, you also have to fly around and get orbs, um, which the coolest part for me is that there's like these little uh, wind tunnels were almost kind of like the rings in Superman 64. It's like those little rings. That's but, a reference no one wants to hear about their game. But, but when you fly through go the on. but once you go through the ring, it flies through like nights into oh, dreams. Go and so, on. And you kind of sell and get Much the orbs better. and everything. Much I'm better. like, this reminds me of nights. And I'm like, Much better. I'm going around the whole map. I'm like, I want to fucking hit all these little uh, tornado ones because I'm collecting orbs for kind of like nights in the dreams. I'm like, this shit's okay. pretty good. So the, the orbs, orbs, the orbs. What they end up doing is that each um, each character in there has special attacks, like uh, that builds up their keys, like Masenko and Kamehameha's, their signature attacks, whatever. Use the orbs to level them up. That's what they're for. So um, the game is littered with a lot of stuff on there. I think it, the first saga, which is the Saiyan saga, um, took me ten hours, and I so that's only one fourth of the way of the game. So You're pretty it seems far like into it, then. It's probably about a 40 hour game okay so now i'm in the next part which is the namekian one um the battle system is a uh, not turn-based it is similar to like a fighting game um everything's kind of mapped to uh standard attacks and uh, what they call key attacks and then you have your superpower attacks tied to different buttons it seems overwhelming at, uh, at first but after yep. a while you pick up it's like playing a dragon ball z game they kind of mapped into an RPG. I watched a streamer play a little bit of it, yeah. and I had no fucking clue what was going on. It looks that way, but you'll pick up on it. I got you. Um, the side quests are kind of like, eh. You'll see characters from the original Dragon Ball when Goku was a kid, and you'll find these memories that kind of reminisce back into it and fill these Dragon Ball Z encyclopedia. Like, oh, when Goku was a kid, he met Chi-Chi for the first time, and blah, 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 blah. It's like it's a way to address the, the, the original series without having to go back into it. Um... And just kind of give you a little story tidbits like so and so Bora Bora, you know, like this guy, this character named Bora, and he, his son, had, he had the fourth Dragon Ball, and he he gets killed, and Goku's trying to climb Korin Tower so he can get the sacred water so he can become stronger, so he can wish back Bora, you know, he can wish people back from the Dragon Balls. It's like they fill in the lore from the previous series in there. Okay. We don't have to address it. So it's faithful to the story. Yeah, and basically. Fan servicey enough. Yeah, well, it, it cuts out a lot of the fluff, so you don't have a lot of the. It's I think it, it does a really good job with the story. It, it doesn't linger on and the boring stuff and it seems to just go through and like okay okay it hits the gotcha. keynotes on there the i think the only thing that really holds it back is that we have so many fucking dragon ball z games so many fucking times selling the same fucking shit over and over again that this would have been special if this is like the first dragon ball game in like five years or dragon ball z game in like six years and people yeah. Are like yeah i think because it's not a bad game it's just a lot of the shit More people have seen ball. before outside of you maybe if you were like okay if you were like i like rpgs I'm interested in Dragon Ball. You don't like Dragon Ball, but I'm interested in Dragon Ball. I want to hear what it is, but I don't want to sit there and spend the time and fucking watch this shit. You right. know, I, I just want to play an RPG, but this happens to be Dragon Ball. Soul, you know, that's what I'm looking for. It's a very exclusive audience. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. You might be that type of person. I doubt it, but I'm down. But uh, outside of that, I mean, 
I'll go through it and I'll and I'll I'll beat it. It, it seemed interesting. It was enough for me to fucking go on um, Amazon and buy the Tra- Dragon Ball Z Kai the first season. I'm like, fuck, what has this done? I was like, no, Kai is that the condensed one yeah. that I was thinking of? Okay, yeah, Kai so I was close. One. I just yeah. thought it was super. No. So is it different enough from you mentioned recent Dragon Ball games? Is it is it different enough from Dragon Ball Fighters that was so popular? No, this is RPG Fighters. This is just a, like a fighting two D fighter game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the other ones like Xenoverse is kind of like a 3D fighter where you're confined to a, Xenoverse. There are they are still coming out. The with battle those. system is kind of like Xenoverse, where it's, you're okay. kind of uh, to a 3D battlefield, and then the but the button combinations is a little bit different. It's a little bit more um, not as crazy because it's only you only have like you square. It's not as fighter. Yeah, yeah. It you is can pick RPG. it. It's more RPG, gotcha. so it's not like you have to do like a whole bunch of shit to do a special move. And you're like, well, I'll never figure that out. So right. I also mentioned I did get the PS4 back button. I've been using it in this game for the ten hours. So cool. Yeah. What are you? Uh, how are you utilizing that? Um, I have a map to X and Zero, which is great on RPG. So I can fucking just go dot, 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 and skip through dialogue when I'm me having to press the button. Okay. Uh, I've read some online. It just depends on the game. Uh, there's some games on there where I've mapped uh, L1 and R1 to the back of it, so I can use the triggers. So what makes that easier? Tapping that instead of using a face button. Oh, this is me one-handing the controller. As you read? It's just being lazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it gives you another uh, position to hold the controller. Yeah, and I'm, I might be on my phone on this one. I'm like, it's just laziness. I see so a lot of people have been saying, and I actually tried it out, I was like, bring that controller back over oh. here. So what they've, they've done is the triggers, it's like it's just buttons right here. And it's pretty cool. It's a pain in the ass to install, and I think I'm going to break it every time because you have to like angle it in there. I was scared the first time. So what people have been doing instead of having to do this shit right here, yeah, they just move these hands right here and then use these for L one and R one and then free these up. So okay. that way you're not having to you don't do the claw them. on yeah. the fucking in there. So I see. That's what uh, a lot of people say. That's what it's made for. But it's cool. It's an OLED uh, button on the back, mm-hmm. and so you kind of press it, and then it gives you the ability to press um, to map through it and circle, and then set your button. You can set any button. You can set fucking left. Diagonal or you know, left or right, down or up on there too. So if whatever is L three, yeah, whatever, whatever's based on the game that helps you play that game. It's it's, I don't I think it's tailored to based off the gameplay experience. So it's not like something like for me, it's always going to be O and X, cancel and confirm. Okay, it, that just works well for me in RPGs because it just makes it easier for me. That makes sense. Um, but if it's something else like that, it's a game that you know is, you're playing a game. It's like damn, I'm fucking tired of having to reach over here to do this one move. Yeah, you can just map it to the back and it. It's very well made. I gotta feel it to to kind of get. I a, almost brought it with me because I kind of wanted because I know I figured you wouldn't want to see that. It's such a pain in the ass to put on there. Don't God. But does it affect the the PS4 battery on the controller's already butthole? Does it, it? Does it seem to? I think I lost like thirty minutes or something. Like that. It's it wasn't anything crucial. So, so your PS4 controller battery is now negative five. You yep. can't unplug it. <laughs> yep. It's not that bad. So it's yeah because well, OLED is only on there when you boot it up. It shows the PlayStation symbols. Okay. Uh, and then when you go to switch it off, it, sh- it shows which it's mapped to. And it loads up and tells you what's mapped to it, and then it turns off. It's not really using anything to light that screen up. So, okay. Which a lot of people saw that Sony was giving get them shit like, what well, put a hole in the back? I was like, somebody's like, yeah, because everybody plays their game looking at the controls instead of TV. I was like, I was dying laughing when somebody put that on there. <laughs> I was like, it's like, the guy's got a point. <laughs> yeah, thank you, genius. Yeah. <laughs> we needed that. Somebody was like, who looks at the back of a controller? I was like, yeah, because everybody's looking at the controller instead of looking at the screen. So, why are we bitching about this? <laughs> Hey, half the yeah. half the people playing games now are looking at a camera, so you already see yourself on camera. Mm-hmm. Might as well look at the back of it. So somehow divulging this whole thing, but yeah, it's, it's made it um, more I can just kind of like one hit through the dialogue. 
I'm gonna um, try it out and experiment and see kind of how it how it'll play. I'll bring it next time. Is it touch capacitive? Like, can you swing harder by holding yeah. it down? It's a, it's a legit button. It's, it's like a clicky clicky button. A digital button. Yep, it's clicky clicky. It's well made. Gotcha. It seems firm. It doesn't seem like it'll break. Cool. Um, I like it. It's cool. It's different for each game experience. Uh, it just so happens um, I, I did it on Kakarot as the confirm and cancel button or the cross and circle button. So I'll map it to a Metal Gear Solid one and do the wrong thing every time. Yeah, yeah, you can. Press circle to confirm. And you're like, fuck, <laughs> why did I map this to? They make it harder, make this harder for yourself. Um, yeah, outside of that, I'll keep playing the game. Um, we'll figure out what's go through. Hopefully, I'll beat it by then. Um, just a quick mention, I did buy Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE Encore. Cool. Uh, never played it before. My Wii U one is, a lot of people joke about it, it's actually still sealed. It's a limited edition one. I bought it day one. Mine is sealed as well. Still sealed. I think I, when it dropped down to $20 limited edition, I bought it again. It's still sealed. Um, I've, I've, seen a, I've seen a load time comparison. Yeah. It's night and day. It's, it's worth the uh, the extra expenditure for the Switch one. I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah, it's it, yeah. It's got that Persona music feel. I haven't gotten to an actual battle yet. I've legit only played maybe about 15, 20 minutes of it because I just okay. want to see how it rolled on there. I just wanted to make a soft mention. I'm sure Michael had it on his list. He'll talk more about it when we see him next week. Does it start well? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you play. Uh, I would think of Captain Tsubasa, but you, the, the the main character seems to be a girl named Tsubasa, who um, it starts out like uh, she's a kid in the opera and. And she's seen her sister on stage, and they're singing, and all of a sudden, this mass disappearance. Everybody in the opera disappeared, but her, like Subasa, that like a rapture. Like it just, yeah, basically nothing. Nothing explains and what happens, and it just it fast forwards until where she's like a teenager, and she's going out to become an idol, and it seems like some kind of demon thing. It's like, yeah, well, I know cool. what happened to your sister, and blah blah blah, and they take her too, and like Itsuki's, uh, I think his name is Itsuki. It's like her friend from school just happens to be there. He just was killing time. Caesar gets taken, and it seems like he's going to go in there and say, well, that's the impression that I get. But I haven't gotten to a battle yet or nothing like Sounds that. Sounds good. It's, uh, it's interesting I'm in there. I'd like for this, uh, with it being a niche game, I mean, we all are interested in it here on the podcast, but I'd like to see this get a demo to give a taste of the type of style and presentation yeah. it is. Save and, and carry save over. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was also pointed out on Twitter. I don't want to interrupt you, but yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a Shin Megami Tensei game that... Tokyo Mirage Session is inverse. Those are known as SMT, and this one's TMS. Yeah. Somebody pointed out, and I thought that was kind of cool. I think it was Jeremy Parrish, retro guy. Just wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a good thing I completely forgot about that, but you're absolutely right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, it's inverse, a, inverse of itself. Shimagami Tensei, SMT, and then MS. Tokyo Mirage yeah. Session. Um, there you go. There's your little tidbit Easter egg. Hey. Yep. You put it on the counter, learn something. Who would have thought? Yeah. Look at us now. <laughs> Here we are. I know. Oh, oh man. Um, all of a sudden, I don't know. I'm in this big shoot 'em up kick. I was telling you before in pre-production that I'm playing a lot of shoot 'em ups, especially you like uh, talked about one last week. What was it ESP or yeah. day? I had to type that in the show notes. I was like, oh my god. I think I made it one of the hashtags too. Yeah. I'm looking at your notes like this is weird to even type. Um, bells and whistles. You ever heard of a Twin B? Yep. I love I have, some Twin B. I have heard of Twin B for some whatever reason. When they decided to bring the second one out here in America, they called it Bells and Whistles, um, which is interesting. Mechanic. Must have been a copyright infringement. I don't know. It was like I forgot what the original name was. It's something something Twin B. Or it was like Dare. It was like I don't remember what it was. I'll figure it out. But it's one of those uh, hamster base uh, arcade archives, so you can play the Japanese version and the American version. So it doesn't really fucking matter. This is on PS4 and Switch, I'm guessing. Yes, I think I played the PS4 one. Um, it's, it's good. I like it. It's that whole Twin Beach uh, ships where you got the huge giant fist. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Was there bells in the original Twin B? I think you picked them up as power-ups. Like, that was part of the... So, that whole thing is on there. So, the, I got into that whole groove where I'm shooting the clouds and it shoots out a bell. And you gotta, like, fucking mask the bell to get a different color. And each different color bell gives you different power. Right. That goes to the level. Right. That fucking slate... I beat the game, so... Okay. Whatever that fucking mother brain thing that screamed at me at the end, which was very scary. <laughs> uh, I had nightmares that night. But, uh... Because I was like... Whoa. I was like, what the fuck is that? I was like, Jesus. But, um... <laughs> That fucking game with the bells, it's like me dying constantly because I'm sitting there like trying to spam the bell to get a certain color to get an attribute. And as soon as I get that fucking color, I'm getting decimated. Like, because I'm not looking at the bottom side of the screen as somebody's like putting bullets into me. But it is addictive. I liked it. I went through the whole game. It was good. The bells change your color. Yeah. And that gives you the attributes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Twin B, we got it as an arcade port called Bells and Whistles. The yeah. international arcade release is just called Bells and Whistles. It doesn't, Wikipedia doesn't really explain why. I don't know why there's whistles in there. I know they understand the bells. I don't know. I don't get it. It's pretty good. I went through the whole thing. This is one of those sharp, uh, sharp X68000 games. Like, Castlevania was released on it. Like, it was a, this awesome Japanese computer that played almost like perfect arcade ports. It's cool to have it, man. Yeah. I'm glad it that they like brought it It looks like it got out. a Wii Virtual Console release in 2009. If I'm looking at the right game. Yeah, that's the right one. Batana Twin. Yep. Yep. Originally released outside Japan as Bells and Whistles. That's it? From yeah. 1991. I played the original Japanese one. I didn't play the Bells and Whistles one. Okay. So. You played Detana Twin B. Yep. There's the PCB. Oh, All this, shit. and you just downloaded a digital copy. Oh, yeah. And it's like it's awesome. 70 fucking megs or something. Like that. That's awesome. <laughs> Technology is amazing. Oh, man. It's great. What was the boss called? You're trying to save Planet Meru and defeat the forces of Iva. Oh no, we'll look what at Iva, we'll, we'll look at the fucking Twitter. I put on Twitter because I was like, "What the fuck?" I, <laughs> I had to put it on Twitter. I'm like, "What the shit?" Is it's this? screaming. I, you, we'll see it. Yeah, it's, you have to. I can't really describe it because you're looking at it and it's like it's the most. I don't know. It's like a fucking horror film. I had to look around behind me, and make sure there was something back there to claim my soul. Uh, <laughs> like the ghost yeah like as soon as I see it yeah don't look at your dead body the, the fucking thing will take it's your not, souls it's, it's, not, it's not it's like a giant fucking mother brain oof yeah it, you'll see it it's it's bad I we'll, see, we'll it. see it we... I love uh, I love all shooters vertical shooters oh, horizontal God. shooters that I, they've always been timeless like that's one of the earliest forms of games we had and I think they're gonna be timeless forever. oh yeah they'll I, always I, hold I've up I've been this huge fucking kick cause I'm like going through the I'm like I'm fucking play Asia looking at PS4 imports and I'm like fuck <laughs> You got that darkest collection. We need to we need to break out and play some of those. I got the PS4 one that they're releasing in America. That's coming down my way. Did you? It was super fucking expensive to buy, and I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to buy this." Darius, they'll be. It's timeless. It'll be good in twenty years. And I fucking did it. I double dipped. And I was like, "Shit, get you some." Damn it. Maybe maybe we'll get more now that you've supported it. What's crazy is that a European release that they got come on there included games that wasn't in the Japanese one. They included the Game Boy version. That was a fucking expensive ass one. Yeah. They made a Darius for Game Boy. Yeah. I gotta check that. Yeah, out. it's fucking great. I gotta check um, outside of that, the last game I played, and this is why I didn't play too much of Tokyo Mirage because I, I downloaded this one, and this is something I brought up when we talked about uh, Edith Finch. Mm-hmm. Games like Edith Finch, this was on there. This actually came out on the Switch last week. I should have brought Edith Finch up in my um, games of the year, but I, I for, it was January last year. That game was so fucking well, good. You know what's crazy for me? It's like I, I forgot about Edith Finch. That was that hit me as well, and mm-hmm. then there was another L, uh, Plague's Innocence. Plague Tale. Plague Tale. You both raved about it. Yeah. I can't believe it didn't come yep. up. It was I, such a I, good... I literally, when I saw the start in the sales, yeah. against, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It was such a, a big year for games, though. It was in this... I lost it because such early in the year. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, to the moon. 
Two Moon is uh, it just came out on on Switch. It is a walking simulator, but it's done in like sixteen bit uh, Chrono Trigger type. They made style. an RPG maker. Yeah, that's crazy. It, it's pretty fucking good. It's not there. It's not like um, they do the uh, like an attack system where she kind of make like you play this character and basically you're you're playing these two characters that crash into a tree outside of a like his house outside a lighthouse. Okay. They work for this company. You don't know what it is. Um, this there's a man named Johnny upstairs who's who is uh, about to die. There's always a man named Johnny upstairs. Yep. They said call him Johnny. That's not his real name. Um, so they have this machine that's very similar to what it reminds me of Inception. So okay. he's about to die, and they place this machine on his head, and they're going to grant his final wish. So his final wish is to go to the moon, um, but they don't know why. They need a reason why. So they kind of they come and jump to his early, earliest like the latest memory he has. Mm-hmm. Like hey. We're from this company. You signed this contract to fulfill your wish. It's like to the moon. It's like yes, but we need something from your earlier memories, so we can figure out why they're trying to figure mm-hmm. out a reason why, so they can get him to where he needs to get to for the reason why he wants to get there. It's like for Assassin's his final Creed wish. territory. So no, it's like fucking Inception. So what it is is you go through and you find pieces of his memory. So you have to like, uh, there's one like you have to go in there and and he he's like talking to this ghost, female ghost that's not really there. Mm-hmm. And, and you get like this bits and pieces like all right so there's you going around before you jump in there you see like these paper mache rabbits everywhere and like what's with the rabbits what's with the origami rabbits so you jump into his memories and you find out his late wife made them that's why he had so many of them he held on to so many of them and you find out like these kind of reasons why you're going back everything that's going to the moon is tied to his earlier life so you have this grid up top from his old age to he's a boy so you're basically going through like inception like almost like a reverse inception you're going through and you're getting different memories to jump back further into his life gotcha. to figure out his reasoning about why he's doing it. and then it's like you're learning about um his life backwards which is which is all the interest is at so you know you see um like that shit straight up looks like chrono trigger yeah it, it's good i like it is um you see in there where he his wife uh i don't want to go too much into details in the story but his wife's dying from something and like i, I need you to build a i need you to build a house by the a lighthouse don't worry about paying for my medical you know i'm not going to sign it i'm just going to die we need to do this for Anya. And then, you know, like, he's... And then before that, he was at his wife's grave, River. And he said, yeah, we did it. Anya should be happy. And it's like, you don't know what it is, who it's for, and why these people are tied to the story. But as you go back, the the intrigue is there. Awesome. So as you build these memories, it's like puzzle base. So it's like you find these little gems. It reminds me of, like, uh, Infinity Stones. Yeah. And it gives you, like, uh, you have to build the puzzles, like a vase or umbrella. And that umbrella is ties to the, the previous memory that you're going to go into. So... I think uh, I'm maybe I just hit the part where he's in his 40s, so I'm going through it now. It's pretty good. It's only like a four-hour game. It's very similar to that Edith Finch where it has that uh, walking simulator type tells a story. Yeah, that's what you're there for. I mean, it's not too much in the action. You're it's just there for the writing. Or yeah, they recommend playing with headphones. The music on there is great. Okay, uh, there's some piano. Um, Sonatas that are fantastic. Is it sixteen uh, bit like the like the graphics look, or is it a full orchestrated it's a full, style? It's like full fucking orchestrated style. Awesome. Uh, I'll play a little bit before I leave and let you uh, take a look at it. It's to a, the moon. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm I'm digging. I'm digging a lot. Um, it's on sale right now for like nine bucks. So, uh, it's it's only like a four hour game. Yeah, it looks like good. it's on everything. Steam. It's literally on Steam and Switch. That's it. Yeah. By to the moon. To the Moon game and soundtrack bundles twelve forty nine on yeah. Steam. Soundtrack. So you would get the soundtrack. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking Chrono Trigger, right? That looks awesome. <laughs> it's like Chrono Trigger, Secret of Mana, and it does a little Harvest jab- Moon. It does little jabs in there because like when there's the girl, like the kids are showing her the house, like uh, the doctor of the house, because she's trying to get the memories and get an idea of what's going on with the guy. She jokes and gets into a battle with a a squirrel. That's the yeah, that's the guy you're going back, and that's the phases of his life. Awesome. It shows up like in a bar as each one you go through. This looks great. Um. 
She, I've heard of this before, but yeah. never I ended up. We brought it up when we were talking about our games. Like Edith Finch, we brought it up. And I think you mentioned, like, oh, wait till it gets on, on sale on Steam and get on Steam. I saw it came out on Switch. I was like, all right, I, all right, I, I, I hear your universe. I'll they fucking got buy me. you. They yeah, got let's, me. let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Kind of like my um, my year trails last year. Every fucking game I played was on my 2019 <laughs> wrap-up list. Your damn PlayStation wrap-up list, yeah. Oh God! Did you see the one? Uh, they, I mean, I'm done with To the Moon, but before we uh, leave, but did you see the Sakurai? Sakurai, uh, it's played 250 PS4 games or something. Some people were really hurt by that. They're like, "Oh God, he played so many PlayStation games." It's like Sakurai's a gamer. How dare he? Yeah, it's like the same thing with uh, Shuhei. Remember, he, he used to go and play his Wii U all the time. He used to get banned for same PlayStation. Oh stuff yeah, on yeah. There, remember? He's like, he, he plays fucking games. He, he talked to people on the Wii U on the Miiverse. Yeah. Yep. Remember, he, he fucking tweeted out his uh, stadium name. He, he doesn't give a fuck. He plays games. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a shame that these top-level people don't give a fuck. These people. That's, that's my life now. At this point, I don't, give a sh- I don't give a shit anymore. I play, I play games, man. These fandoms just go rabid. I just happen to, like, most of my games just happen to be PS, PS4 right now because, I mean, that's what it was this generation. doesn't mean it'll be that, that way next generation. So. That's true. All right, you can catch this uh, podcast every Tuesday on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, SoundCloud, Google Play, Google Play Store. Yeah, we did it. I was all right. Worried. So we may need to amend that because I did a search for us just for shits and giggles. We're on iHeartRadio. Uh, there's like three or four other ones that are just normal podcast clients mm-hmm. that we show up on. That okay. I- uh, Podbean or something like that. Must be uh, RSS feed. It's our and RSS just, feed. It's probably just pulling it's, some master list. It's everywhere. Yeah. So we mentioned these same like four or five, but you know, let's do this. Why don't you guys search us in any podcast search engine? Let us know what we're not on. There we go. And we'll get on it. We'll make sure it's there. Yeah. Now, let's do that. But that way we can be like we're on fucking everything. <laughs> we are on everything. We're on Zoom. We're on the Microsoft Zoom store. Hey, they brought Zoom back in Guardians of the Galaxy too. So uh, was there a Zoom in there? Yeah. So my coworker is a slight tangent. My coworker brought in um, Dell had a competitor to the iPod. It was the digital jukebox or something like it was that. A, yeah, it was a he had jukebox. This, it was like Rhapsody. A, yeah, he had a twenty gig jukebox. Yeah, the hard drive worked. Like the interface, it had a. It wasn't a click wheel. It was like a click uh, tab thing. Like you would tab up or tab down and mm-hmm. you could click in. The interface worked, man. I was going through his playlist, and I had, I hooked it up to my desk speakers. I was listening to some of his music he had on there. So, funny stories, I also have a Galaxy player. What's a Galaxy player? So, it's when Android first came out, and it, it doesn't run anything past 2.36. Oh. But it's uh, it's a dedicated, like, uh, iPod touch, but it's wow. Android-based. I might have to look that up. With, I uh, like this old my, bat- my battery's dead, so I have to get another battery. But you can Probably do you cheap. can do a expendable memory in there, and it, it was just a, it was like the Android's version of iPod, iPod with expandable touch. memory. Yeah, it was a that touch screen like an and everything. Twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it run the full, the full Android operating system, so you could download. You can't download shit now because it's an old version of the OS, so it's dead. Galaxy Player, I yeah. gotta look that up. Galaxy Player, yeah. Uh, we're also on social media as No Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Check mm-hmm. us out. Uh, mainly use Twitter to announce when new episodes are coming up. Yep. But next episode will be episode 100. We don't know what we have planned yet, but we've made it triple digits. I think I think it's pretty fucking cool yeah. to start with. I mean, w- once we hit 104, it's two years. That is accurate. Yep. That checks out. And we've officially uh, we've had over 7,000 plays. I was looking yep. at our stats. So thank you to everybody who's listened and contributed and liked and commented and left us five-star reviews on iTunes. I'll keep plugging that one. Yeah. <laughs> Always leave us five stars. But we appreciate you guys listening this week and every week thereafter. Hey, we do it for this, for you guys. That's yeah. true. 
Yeah, we don't. We us. don't. Yeah. I mean, we do it for us, but I mean, we could needed, we could do this without recording it. I needed this this week, though. Yeah. This was uh, this was necessary, and we had a bunch of news and, and cool stuff to go through, and always like talking games. Uh, hopefully, Michael's is back with us next week yeah. as well. I wish we could talk more about movies. Did you see that fucking uh, movie announcement that came out? So this has got to get approved by the Department of Justice first. So apparently, we 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 were big advocates for physical media. Mm-hmm. So we we I've noted before that um and you've talked about like how often you watch your your physical copies of actual movies movies. Mm-hmm. So we know that there's a double digit decline in physical movies. So somebody had a brilliant idea. They're actually very, rather brilliant. I think it's going to take off in the whole movie industry. Is um, Warner Brothers and Universal are actually merging their um, disc production houses to one really? company. So it's actually going to be formed as one company that's going to handle all the Universal and Warner Brothers movies. Um, They're going to make HD DVDs. No, it's going to be handle their Blu-rays, uh, UHDs. They're still going to handle their respective digital copies okay. and the marketing for their own movies that they own, but everything's coming from one house for the physical copies. They're consolidating. Yep. So you're cutting overhead, you're cutting extra jobs because you know there's a lot of that's going down, but you're still catering to the people who want it. Uh, the cool thing about that, what people have noted, is that Warner Brothers has got a Warner's archive, which mm-hmm. is very great because they went back and they did the Batman animated series. They, they're doing uh, Tex Avery cartoons. They've gone back into oh. their like vault vaults, kind of like Disney, and got you know good shit and put it on Blu-ray. Tex Avery. Yeah, that's actually coming out. They just announced it. Cool. Uh, which is crazy. I never thought I'd see that name again. Right. Uh, but um, so they've thrown around like they could go potentially go back and go look at shit like Universal would never release on Blu-ray or UHD or even DVD. Like, yeah, this is too obscure. It's too niche. We're not going to do it. But that's what their Warner Archive is known for. Awesome. And this so they'll get their good, hands on that. A good shit. development. Yeah. So um. I, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because they're saying that a lot of the movie studios are probably going to do this. The Department of Justice, this is a new company, so they got to get approved. It's kind of like a merger. So even though they're not doing a full merger between Universal and Warner Brothers. Why does that fall under the Department of Justice? Just that's It still requires a deal. Umbrella? Deal. Yeah. Yeah, because it's still, it can can be considered a monopoly. I mean, you're consolidating a service. Right. From like six different companies to They're the only ones one. that do it. They have yeah. a, they've cornered the market. So I, I see. I would not be surprised if we see something like this in the gaming industry when it comes down to physical media. At some point, that they all consolidate to one a good place point. that handles these physical copies, and then point. they handle each company handles just their respective digital copy or streaming copy and market it. So that's the only reason why I mentioned that. It seems like this point. could be where we're heading, and I think they, the Warner Universal merger for the physical copies, is planned to keep physical media relevant for them for the next 10 years is the timeline they got after 10 years they figured it'd be no longer necessary or they'll move into some other format where maybe like right. uh amazon where they you know amazon has a format where it's made to order they don't have they i uh, do that for a lot of nickelodeon shows where they don't have physical digital uh, dvd copies of like hey Arnold or something like that but you can go to amazon like hey i want this and then they print them for you and then they send them to you i did not know that was a thing yep amazon's been doing that for years yeah. wow so it could be something like that like hey I, you know what i want a physical copy of this so, how about that? All right, that was a good tangent on uh, preservation. I apologize. I cost y'all another ten minutes. It was worth it. Yeah, we we know more now than we did coming into it. No one's half the battle. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. seen this on twitter uh charlotte wilder she's a writer for sports illustrated have you seen this mm. i'm gonna read this thread to you 
Paul Rudd is on my flight to Kansas City, and I'm fighting the urge to stop by his seat and say, hey, look at us. Who would have thought? Just to see if he'll say, not me. He's a big Kansas City Chiefs fan, right? And we're recording on a Monday. The Chiefs are headed to the Super Bowl. All right, here's her follow-up. Here's the next tweet. Okay, I said hi to Paul Rudd and told him I was going to say, look at us, but that I didn't, and he seemed to appreciate that. Also said if he wanted to talk about the Chiefs, uh, he could find me, and he said, okay, if I want to talk about the Chiefs, I'll find you. Very nice guy. Uh, Then she follows up at the very end. I found Paul Rudd in the Chiefs locker room and said, hey, it's me, the girl from the plane. And he gives me a hug, glances around the room, and says, hey, look at us. Who would have thought <laughs> that's her in the locker room with him? Did how you say fucking, that for real? How fucking great is that? That's pretty good. Oh, man. What a cool dude. 